Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Here it is, How We Seize It, with uh, episode 61, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which the is a 1990... big deal. This is a big yeah. deal for our host yeah. here. He's a, yeah, he's a this big is... uh, turtle fan. <laughs> Huge turtle fan. Yeah, this is we're going to do the 1990 original live-action uh, movie release, and then we're also going to do the 2014, which was kind of like a reboot of a live-action um, movie. It wasn't the last... It wasn't, they weren't back-to-back. There was others in between them, but uh, those two kind of have like a a significance to each other where they're both the first in the storyline and stuff like that um yeah this is this for me is is a really big one just because i i was a huge fan when it came out i still am a huge fan um i I, probably out of any other fandom out there this would probably be my biggest as far as like even even more than marvel even though there's there's so much marvel and and I, i read and do and watch so much of that uh, Turtles definitely. If I had to choose between the two of them, I'd pick Turtles over Marvel. Well, this this I'm hoping this would be kind of an interesting podcast too, because we've got our host. You know, you you've got so much, you know, lore and you know history with right. like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I really don't. I had, I believe, I think, seen the 1990 movie. I'm trying to ask myself why, <laughs> why I would have seen it because I would have been 20 and and it wasn't. You, really you want to know why you saw it? Because it was the number well, one movie the week it came out. That, that's possible. That's possible. <laughs> and I had seen it in 2014. So this is like my the two things I had seen from it from from all of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'd caught some some uh, you know commercials and and seen the, right. and seen uh, some comics books in the in the stores and stuff but i tried to keep my 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 impressions pretty limited i will say this last <laughs> week i did uh read the first edition comic book so oh sweet so the 1984 release of teenage mutant ninja turtles the black uh, did you white. just read the first episode or first issue or did you go the first issue was all i read yes okay i read that's it. awesome though that's perfect I though because that... i read the whole thing so yeah. um so i got a sense it's... Of, of its origin at least Nice. Well, that's awesome because that's that's really what this movie is, and um, it's not the greatest movie ever out there. I mean, at the time, it was good. Um, they did a lot of neat things. It was an independent film, and it did great for that. Uh, but what it did really good was it took parts of the comics and parts of the cartoon and melded them into this movie. That that's true. That's what I ex- I, I had a feeling because this it, the first movie, the nineteen ninety movie, came across. Very much for kids, and I thought this mm-hmm. must pattern itself after the uh, the cartoon, which I never watched. Yes. I never watched the cartoon, but I know it had a huge following. Oh, it was it was big. It started in ninety seven and um, eighty seven. Eighty seven. Yes. Okay. Uh, it, God, it's that long ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it started in eighty seven. I was already in high school when when the the cartoon came out, and I still watched it because. Um, it, you know, I had nothing better to do, and it was turtle, so I watched it. I was I wasn't like religiously watching it wasn't like I was, I was getting up Saturday morning and catching it every time you know I was just every now and then but I had started reading the comics back in probably I want to say I probably started in 85 I may have I started with like episode or issue three like issue I, that three was that the came first out in 85 according to my yeah what I, what I read yeah 
Yeah, so that's when I first got it, and then I was was able to go back and get issue one and two and stuff like that and read them, and, and then I kept reading uh, for for a while at least. Um, the movie, uh, man, we're jumping right into it. <laughs> we didn't you want to you want to backpedal a little bit and talk about? What I do just because there's so much I want, and once I get on a roll, I'm gonna go. But yeah, I want well, I want to talk about what we're drinking. I also want to talk about what you've been doing this week. I mean, it's <laughs> it's another big week. We I mean, we just got through a big huge storm. Did you guys survive it? Okay, I, I mean. We did. It was yeah, raining. We, I mean, Cats. we had some things in the backyard blow around, and we, we had to go right. retrieve. But uh, <laughs> and Ivan comes in. You know, he he was get going a little nuts uh, listening to that the oh. the howling wind. But uh, and then he'd go outside and investigate and come back in all muddy and so right. Was, so he he has no problem going out and uh, using the restroom in the in the rain. No, he seemed to be okay. He, okay. He, he, I know some dogs little, get that way. He, he was jumpy about what, what it was all about, but he kept going oh, okay. to the door like he wanted to go out. We were letting him out. He'd go out, do his, you know, get rained on and <laughs> uh, go to the bathroom, then sniff around, check things out, and okay. come back in. And then want to go yeah. right back out. <laughs> yeah. I, we've got the wind kind of creating now. Um, I'm not too, God, I don't remember if, if we had the, I, we had that small little earthquake too, not too long ago. Yeah. Um, I looked it and, up right away. It's neat now when you, you if you feel it, and it's like, was that an earthquake? And you can get online. Right, there's right. There's like instant, you can get instant results on some of the websites. Well, it was real close. It was a smaller one, but it was real close to where we are. Yeah. Uh, um, and I know we felt, it It felt like something hit our house. It wasn't <laughs> like a rumble. Or, it literally was like, like did, someone just, yeah, did someone just drive into the, the front wall or something? Uh, I was sitting on the couch and, and the cat and the dog were out there and they both kind of just jumped up and looked around. And then went right back down, and I was like, mm, "Okay." So yeah, that was interesting. I yeah, I wasn't sure. I can't remember. It was it was within a week or so. It wasn't too long ago. Cool. Anything else going on? I'm Anything working new? on that. Uh, on that, uh, I got that little refrigerator, the little mini fridge that I'm turning into a into a. Oh, oh, well, right. You're nice. So I, yeah, I got that. I got. I was yesterday. I I drilled it and got some things in there. I I had to order some uh, some uh, waterproof tape. Cause I had, cause you got to cut mm. out some of the inside so that you can fit right. two, two whole kegs in there. It's a nice, nice cozy fit. Everything fits really well. Uh, um, I need to, I, I got a little fan so that I can keep the, keep the temperature. I, they, they recommend you cause, cause you know, this is adapting a refrigerator for right. a kegerator. You know, so it's not, you can buy them that work a little better, but this is something that, uh, uh, in order to keep the temperature, consistent they recommend putting a little computer fan in yeah. there so so i've got that yeah the, i still got to add one to mine that's one and, of the things I'm and i was fa finding out about tubing too they also recommend about 12 feet between your keg and the tap um see now i've read different things like i've read anywhere from between uh five and like uh 10 i never heard 12 but well i found <clears> this i found this geeked out at first I saw, it, I saw it written on on where i'm adapting it they said you really want to add extra you know for a th 360 it's supposed to help with the foam and stuff yeah, like that and, and then and then i went online i found a an equation that actually has you plug in what type you know what's your what's your uh abv what's your this what's your, <laughs> how, what what's the diameter of the tube how high is the is the tap from the keg and then it tells you you know how much tube you should have to get i was like man that's pinky out <laughs> yeah, no, that is, that's, I mean, that's those people that are like checking their water and all that, you know, everybody has their own little thing. I, I think I have six feet on mine and they do okay. Um, <clears throat> you know, I get a little foam, but it's nothing that I'm worried about. I'm not, I'm not trying to please 
customers that are buying beer, so <laughs> I'm not so worried about it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I've read a bunch of different Oh man, so like this this week I've I've spent so much time investing in these turtles and, and going back. <laughs> I, I went and reread the um the first like fifteen issues again. I have I have like collector set books and, and some old different you know volumes and I went and read those. Um I watched the movies uh both twice nice. um again. And then uh so the other thing was is I've been I've been trying to get set up to do my my turtle tattoo for a while. And uh it, I mean this is something I've been thinking about for years. I know the location, I just don't know exactly what I want. And uh so I finally got a hold of the guy that I want I want to do this guy with the high school with. And so uh he said, "Yeah, okay, Friday at 2:30." And then I was like, "Oh shit." Now I got to figure out exactly what I want. So, um, oh, so yeah, this has I'm, been more than a podcast. This has been a research. Uh, oh my research god, yeah, of trying to figure out exactly what it you is. Want. That's a big deal. It, well, it is because for me, this is like I, well, I want to. You know, you've got that one tattoo of all the uh, the the bear or the uh, the wolves, the wolves. Um, the and it's the, it's four, no, you've got five, don't you? It's five wolves because it's it would be the two pairs. If you had it on your other ankle and it had the had the t- the turtles and the, and you know and in the and, same kind of thing and the rat to the you know all. I thought about that. <laughs> I thought about that. No, I did. That was originally my first thought, and then um, I was going to do that. I was going to do the splinter with the two turtles on each side on my shoulder because I'm doing this on my left shoulder, and then then I've just been going back and forth and whether I want just my one favorite turtle leo right or do i want the full set do i just want the turtles do i want turtles and splinter this and so this is one of those one like i think this to me this this is one of those tattoos that's like i'm gonna if it doesn't come out right i'm just gonna i'm gonna lose my mind but it's like you know so um we've got a day and a half to to figure out exactly what i want i wish i i've got it narrowed down to about three different potentials and you know i'm going to give him some leeway i'm like hey this is what i'm looking at this is the style of turtle what can you do like if he says okay i can take that and then i can put him in my own you know shape and do this then i'm like yeah okay if not maybe just like exactly what i have pictures of so you know what style you want i think so i want i want original i want old school mirage comics kind of like matter of fact you read it uh, issue one so one of my top picks is the very first page of issue one there's a picture of the four of them uh, kind of like in a, a brick wall behind them. And it's just this iconic sh- uh, shot uh, to me that it's like, it just, it, it nails down the the look of the turtles from that era. Um, just, they look gritty, they look mean, you know, and then I've even gone back and forth. Like, do I do them with all the red bandanas? Cause originally they only, they all four had red bandanas. And so then I go back and forth. Do I, Oh, do I do them with red bandanas? Do I, do I, you know, go towards because well, the, the cartoon. The, the first two issues didn't have color. So what? When did the? Or maybe, um, maybe the covers did. I. They, the covers did. Um, looked like it just had like some blood in the cover. Yeah, no, uh, the covers did eventually. Um, I can't remember which one started showing color, um, but I've also gotten um, some later issues where, like, uh, where they like almost like uh, graphic novels where they add them in and they all have color. Um, it wasn't until the cartoon that they actually added the the individual colors. So okay. for the first was uh, eighty four to eighty seven, they were all red, and then they they added the colors and then the the belt buckle. 
it's you know because kids can't tell unless they you know can see a difference in them and they also changed up the colors a little bit per turtle so they're all a little bit different color green which you know i have no problem with that that doesn't bug me at all um but i want more of the comic look like i don't want the cartoon look i kind of want more of the gritty you know hardcore look and so i've been going back and forth with that and you know it may be one of those things is i get i get one and then I go, you know what? I really want this one too. And I get another one later. It's, you know, I'm not opposed to that. Plenty of real estate on our bodies. Yes. And I'm (laughs) fatter than you. So I have a lot more real estate. (laughs) Yeah. The only thing I have to worry about is, is Alyssa. She'll, she'll, she's not a huge tattoo fan, but you know, she also is not one to tell me like, Oh, you can't do that. It's, you know, so, um, you know, it is what it is, but yeah, so that I'm getting, uh, you know, that's been, occupying my mind pretty heavily for the last two, three days. It's like, oh, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? <laughs> well, I know so. you got into it with your your meal tonight, uh, which you could tell us about, but yeah. what, are you, what are you drinking as well? All right, well, once again, I kind of, I, I did my research and I found a bunch of different things and I couldn't decide on one, so I, I got a couple. And, <laughs> well, say, um, say what your meal was tonight too. Oh, you know, so yeah, I had to have pizza. Yeah, <laughs> I had to have pizza, I, I you know. Uh, on the way home, I was like, oh man, is there a Domino's or a Pizza Hut around? And I was like, we don't, like, I don't think we have a, P- a Pizza Hut. The closest one is like 30 miles because I think it's down in. I thought it was Alabama. hilarious though that that was actually one of the, one of the turtle's first words in, in the comic yeah. book. You know, I thought, I thought that was some of the, con- the, the, the cartoon coming out in, in, in that, that side of things. But then you see it in the, in the comic book. Pizza yeah. Hut. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was funny. All right. Um, so yeah, I went. With, I, I just went with a store bought, you know, cook at home. Um, so it, for me, it was good. Um, and yeah, I had I had to get it. I threw some extra cheese on there because you know they always got the extra cheese. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was that was just the thing. So I went with four drinks, and two of these I had I've, I've had before. They're, they're actually beers. Um, it, I bought these basically because of what they were. The first one is a uh, Laughing Monk Brewing Company, and it's called uh, Half Shell uh, Pale Ale. And it's more about the label, um, the can art. Nice. Is is based, uh, it's got like a turtle uh, shell kind of look around it. And then it came in a four pack and the, and the label itself has a blue, purple, yellow, and red different uh, sh- thing where it says the, the um, half shell. So each turtle had their own beer essentially. So I was like, oh yeah, I gotta get those. I've drank all the other three. Um, but I saved Leo for last cause that's, that's my boy. <laughs> nice. Um, so, uh, I had to drink that. I actually, it's funny cause I started taking the labels off of certain beers and, and putting them on my, my beer fridge outside. And so I have the three of them all the, all the way already up there. They're just waiting for Leo's. Uh, and then the other one I got was a Cooperage, uh, beer. And, uh, this one they did, uh, they kind of did the late, the, oh, yeah. the look of the can, um, and this is this is straight from the '90s movie because it has the four turtles popping up uh, out of the sewer, right, lifting up the the um, manhole cover, and over the top, um, instead of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it has the same look to it, but it's uh, Cooperage Brewing Ninja Curdles. Um, they do a lot of stuff with Kurt. I think that might be one of the head brewers or owners' names of Cooperage. Oh, so I thought it was things uh, like Curd or something like that. Like, yeah, no, no, and this is a pale ale also. Okay. <laughs> But they're, they're, you know, they have the turtle, the turtle look to them and stuff like that. So I, I had both of those in there. So I pulled those out as, as potentials. But then I made some cocktails because I went and looked up and I found a couple different ones. And um, so uh, the first one, oh, let me make sure I got my, my recipe paper. Oh, I think I left, I left those in the kitchen, but I think I can remember all of it. 
the first one was just a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Um, I would have called this more like the ooze, right? Because it's got that bright green color. Right. Um, less less like a turtle and more like the ooze that that you know gets them gets sure. them mutated. Uh, this was a man, uh, ounce of Mandori, an ounce of Malibu rum, and then an ounce of pineapple juice. Yeah, and so the I have cocktails I, I found had the Midori that that it was just that's kind of, how they get the green. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of other green alcohol out there unless you're going to go with like a, a sour apple uh, schnapps or yeah, um, yeah, which you know. And so I got melon, this one. Melon and, is definitely the lesser of those two evils. <laughs> yes, and so I got that one. To me, I would have called that more like the ooze, and I think that's what I'm going to call it. That's gonna that's gonna be my ooze drink. Then the other one uh, is it was a Leonardo. Right, there you go. And oh, that's so, the right color. look at that color. Yeah, it's a darker green. And I took pictures of these. I'm actually going to put these ones out there. Now, this one was an interesting one because it had uh, two ounces, or, or they said parts, not ounces. I did ounces just, just because it makes it simple. Two ounces of a bourbon. Uh, what? No, I'm sorry. Three ounces bourbon, two ounces Mandori, six parts sweet white wine, which I was like, okay what's a or no uh half sweet white wine and i'm like okay what's that and i looked it up and they just showed me some white wine so i ended up getting a barefoot moscato because i know my wife will drink the rest of it <laughs> put that in there um one ounce lime juice and then uh so then that's where they kind of stopped and it was it was the 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 greenish color and it was it, they called it a leonardo and i was like you know but leonardo's got to be blue and i found some other ones that had some blue so i got that Blue, uh, I always Curacao. blow the name. Curacao. Curacao, yeah. which is not how that name looks. That is not <laughs> how that name looks at all. So I poured that in there, uh, hoping it would blue it up, but it really just gave it a darker green. So that that's my Leonardo, though. It's got nice. the blue in there. It's, a, it's the turtle green with a little blue, you know, to get to get that. So that, that was my drink. I found a couple others, but, uh, you know, one for each turtle on, on two different sites and a couple other ones, but uh, those were the ones I went with, so. I could have done a whole bunch more. <laughs> listen, listen, my wife even asked me, she's like, how many drinks do you need? And I'm like, um, I don't know, all of them. <laughs> and she was laughing. So what about you? What are you drinking? Well, mine has some Midori too in it, too in it but um, I, I went a little light on the Midori because I'm not a big fan of it. So it totally turned out. To you don't like little, cough syrup? It looks more like a, like a, like a Gatorade or something like that. But uh, yeah, but I, what I, found a recipe for I found some some turtle recipes and and tried to steer away from that I I found one that I, that I was a little bit more excited about it's called a radioactive Long Island iced tea so oh nice and one of the things that I got excited about is a Long Island iced tea has four spirits in it Four. it's got the gin it's got the yep. rum it's got the uh, uh, it's vodka, tequila too, right? vodka and tequila and so I thought that was kind of cool having having four different spirits represented in a drink you know all equal uh equal amounts as as your you know the, the what you're going to get drunk off of and <laughs> one to represent each turtle um it's um radioactive so rather than uh well triple sec is still one of the ingredients but they have midori that you're adding to it uh, as well as a um oh gosh there was there was some other syrup that I didn't get. Instead, I put in a little bit of that lavender syrup that I had. Um, and actually, this recipe didn't call for any sort of soda on top. Um, oh, right, right, yeah. Because it's usually like a cola, right? It's cola, yeah, to give it that that uh, 
tea uh, look tea look so so i added some some mountain dew because uh, oh I wanted, perfect i wanted to get some some uh some, some ooze bubbles in, in there and then i <laughs> thought hey that's got the, the closer green color so this is my radioactive uh long island iced tea and i found out that they actually shot some of the uh the 19 uh, or the 2014 movie in long in long island too so okay. it's, it seemed fair there was parts of uh the 1990 that were shot in new york i don't know if it was on long island well, but the there was yeah. some some parts shot in New it's York. It's all tied to uh, to New York, so figured yeah. that you could draw that too. But it really, I, I got excited just about the fact that I could, you know, it's radioactive, like like they were all exposed to yeah. radio, radioactive, but uh, exposing the four spirits to uh, the radioactivity. So that's perfect, and really, yeah. you can say because I mean, if you added the Mendori, so that's also an alcohol. You can say that that you know maybe that's Splinter because he Splinter, got right? he got yep. <laughs> he got he got hit with it too. Yeah, and the um, Mountain Dew is the radioactivity, I guess. Right. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Top, so. I like that. That actually makes more sense than most of the ones I was reading. I, I like that a lot. That's that's a really cool one. That that took some effort to put it in there. That's 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 cool. I, I'm impressed. Well, thank you. <laughs> and it's very toxic. And I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how this podcast goes. <laughs> right. Oh well, that's yeah. That's the other part. So yeah, I downed that little the little one, and it wasn't so bad. Um, the other one is is it's a little cough syrupy. Yeah. It de- it definitely is, and I and we were talking about that earlier. Is like anything with Mandori starts to get a little cough syrupy. You keep saying Mandori, it's Midori. Mandori is like Mandalorian. Maybe that's that, that's what I have though. I have a bottle of Mandalorian. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that's good. Yeah, so we we got our drinks perfect. All right, well, let's jump right into this. So before we get started on the movie, I wanted, I know I talked a little bit about when we did our MCU and we're talking to Daredevil and oh, there's, there's, there's and a tie in. After I read the first, the first episode, I'm like, oh, I got to rewatch Daredevil and watch that scene and right. to see what it was. I spotted it. So, yeah. So this, this really started off as a parody essentially, or, or I don't know if it's a parody or parody adjacent, you might call it kind of thing off of Daredevil where they start with the same origin story, the same uh, truck that swerved and then uh, Matt Murdock pushes the old guy out and the, the, the chemicals spill out. Well, there's the same chemicals yeah. that bounce over and hit the little uh, glass jar with the turtles in it and drop into the sewer. Same c- chemical and everything like that. So it literally is, you know, it's they, they have their same beginning essentially. And they which, don't call it out in the movies. In the movies, they 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 no. don't. They just they're down in the sewer. At least the first one. I don't think in the. I don't think the 2014 talked about the. No, I don't. I don't think either oh, no, of them fact, really touched that, that. That they had a different, different origin. Different origin, yeah. I mean, they both end up in the uh, in the in the sewer, but yeah, no, it's it's really from the comic, and it's funny. I didn't learn this until like maybe a couple years ago at the most two uh-huh. three years ago when i started listening to uh turtle soup podcast which is i, I want to give a shout out to them i know i've said their names several times but since we're doing this i want to really point out this is the turtle soup podcast is literally they start with issue one of the comic and episode by episode they do one or two comics then they do like they do it chronologically so as the comics come out and then when the cartoons start they did the first season of the car uh car- cartoons god i can't speak already uh the cartoons i mean they hit everything and all the like not just the mainstream they do the toys that came out released and so (laughs) they're like 239 40 episodes in and you know they call it the hero's journey when you when you go from episode one all the way through (laughs) which i did and uh it took me a while to catch up but man it's it's cool because you see all the stuff because there's 
there's an incredible amount of turtle stuff out there as far as comics and and uh, stuff that's not even just tied to the the cartoons and even movies. There's a ton of comics and 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 they even had like a Sunday uh, or not a, just a Sunday, but a, a papers comic strip. Oh yeah, that was a long okay. running one and stuff. So just some cool stuff. But yeah, Turtle Podcast. Back, uh, Turtle back to Soup Daredevil Podcast. though. Did you did you see the the kind of the nod in the in the series in in Daredevil itself? I rewatched the scene uh, just yesterday because I because I it was yesterday that I read the comic and I saw okay. I saw oh my god that's straight out of Daredevil and I I remember you had said that there was a, a so did you, oh, you mean you went and rewatched Daredevil for that I rewatched that episode to see if they made any sort I of didn't I didn't see any they did and and I I didn't I didn't cross reference this so maybe I'm just pulling this out my ass and thinking but but when 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 the the kid is on the ground and he can't see uh, and his dad's over him he looks over and you see the old man that's fallen over and two people yeah. are helping the old man up there's a guy he's a construction worker that's helping him up and he's got a hard hat on and it's green and you oh. know i you know it, it it has to be a nod to the turtles there because who yeah, wears, maybe who wears a green hard hat and that's totally like a half shell yeah so, no i'll give you that so, that's kind of it, I, that would be I, interesting. I didn't, now I, I didn't. I didn't Google it after the fact, so maybe it's. I would have loved to seen. Maybe, I, I was just. I would have loved to seen like a little girl sitting over on the side, like you know, holding a broken like uh, fishbowl. That would have been the perfect I, nod. That would have worked. Yeah, that would. <laughs> I, I would have loved to seen that, but no. I mean, if that was a real nod, then that's awesome. I didn't pick I, that up. I bet it was because you just don't wear green hard hats and. And it True. just it just seemed a little out of place, and which which drew a little bit of attention to it. Yeah. And therefore, I that's so that's here. What I choose there's, to believe <laughs> they get even deeper on some of these uh, these uh, parodies too. So we get we get stick right is the uh, right. he's the one who taught and he got splinter right yeah. And so uh, there was a couple others I, I thought that, of the and hand I, and the foot yeah oh the hand and the foot yeah right. that's the main one too. So I just thought that was I was that was great. I mean, the turtles don't have a big fat guy that you know is a crying boss. I don't know if they do. I mean, kind of in the cartoon they get one, but you know, he's 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 in a big fat body. But yeah, but I just thought that was really cool. And it, like I said, I didn't know that for thirty years almost. You know, twenty nine years. Uh, so when that came up to me, my mind was blown, and I was like, "Son of a bitch, that's so cool." So yeah, watching when we're there. To, daredevil and knew we we're doing this i was like oh but i'm gonna hold it so yeah <laughs> super i appreciate cool. it i got to kind of discover it in my own you know when i i didn't discover it during when i was watching the movies which was really right. the only thing that was on the agenda for tonight but i thought i thought okay i got i gotta at least read the first episode no and that's and, awesome and and so so uh this this movie and this is this is the one of the things is i wish we would have done this a little bit uh earlier but it came up now. Uh, uh, it was opened on March 30th, 1990. So we just had the 30th anniversary of it uh, last year. And so I know there was there's a oh, ton the of stuff. Okay, sure. Of the movie that a bunch of people were doing and stuff like that. And I thought that was really cool. And like I said, I went and listened to podcasts. I did not find the the typical ones that I was like. I normally find some really good ones. I had a hard time finding ones of people that I enjoyed listening to cover this. Other than uh, the Turtle Soup, I actually went back and listened to their episode, I want to say 49 or 50. I think it was 50. 
uh, I went back and listened to they did they did kind of like a live watch with some friends and did did a uh, podcast it was like a four-hour podcast on it but it was it was cool and and so that you know just going back and seeing what other people think there there's two camps out there and I think this is where we're going to end up a little bit there's people that had some ties probably more as children or, or young youngers youngsters growing up that got tied to the turtles and watched the movie and enjoyed it and then those that had zero tie to it and saw it as a horrible kids movie <laughs> and that's pretty much what i i listened to out there and i was just like yeah i mean and i i totally understand it if i didn't have the tie i have to the turtles i probably wouldn't have enjoyed that movie like i did but even watching it i watched it again tonight you know right before we, we did this i still was like geeking out over it there are certain parts I just I love, and I'm even critical on some of it. Is like I, I wish they would have went less cartoony than they did. There's some of the, some of the sounds and noises that they make and and things they say that I just was like, ah, like you could have put. It it was definitely compared to, you know. Well, the whole idea of translating a comic book into a movie is a whole conversation. You know, I've got I've got a list of all these. I, I wrote down like Hellboy and Watchmen and Joker and Kingsman right. and Sin City and 300. You know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, and of course. <laughs> Not one of those was a cartoon. Not one of them. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Well, I meant comic. I meant a comic book. Those right. No, but I'm saying, but that's, that's the thing is not one of those also yeah, had a cartoon. This, that's what's interesting about this one is that it went from comic to car, to kids cartoon and really successful mm -hmm. kids cartoon. And from there. And so, yeah, you get this camp that wanted to see the kids cartoon and another camp that wanted to see kind of that original, which, you know, in reading at least episode one, it came across very childish. But at the same time, it was definitely violent, you know, and, and it's very violent. Yeah. And, but but there wasn't that much to draw from. It was more about this really kind of cool origin and yeah. this really outlandish idea of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, it's just the name yeah. itself. makes <laughs> right. want to want to see what the hell's going on. And the and the 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 graphic art, graphic art, the the the, the drawings are, are epic. They're just. Yeah. And well, even, and even in their kind of amateurish way, in that in the first <laughs> first uh, comic, it is brilliant. Yeah, um, and they the, kill the off uh, Shredder. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, okay. So here's the interesting thing: is the movie actually covers uh, events that happen in about five different issues of the comics, and the first issue is the one where they they fight and kill Shredder ends up at the end of the movie where the other stuff kind of like i think it's uh issue 10 and 11 and then they had a uh a, a micro uh leo like his own little issues a micro issue uh they kind of captured stuff from those and that kind of happened the whole farm thing is from an uh an issue so they have these other issues that happen later but they sprinkle them back in you know earlier and it's kind of cool it, it it's it's a really interesting way that they did that so they did pay a ton of of um, you know uh, homage to the to the comics in in what they did. The story is really pulled a lot from the comics, and then they sprinkle in a lot of the cartoonish stuff. I appreciated that more after watching the 2014 movie, mm. which I think had better production value and better better kind of design. Some of the some of the the costume and stuff, but but it completely went a different direction on the origin yeah. and it oh and 
it seemed (laughs) there was a huge huge uh outburst of fans when they found out the original the original 2014 origin story was more that they were aliens and they weren't even you know they were they, they were supposed to be called just ninja turtles and not even teenage mutant and uh they the the fans just blew up and that's why it got changed kind of back to where it was um I'm I'm one of those, and, and we'll get to it later when we talk about 2014 a little bit. Um, I'm more in the camp of where I do I I don't love it. Like oh my god, it's like, but I don't dislike it either. Like there's some people that are like oh I hate those turtles. It's not my turtles. I don't I don't enjoy that at all. There's parts of that movie that I I enjoy so much, and 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 I get why people are upset. But it's also one of those things is like you know, um, they're not horrible. I wish there were some things that they did different, but they're not horrible. So, uh, some of the things I wanted to talk about quickly with uh, the the facts facts of the f- the first movie that the, the uh, nineteen ninety uh, it was called the nineteen ninety martial arts superhero film, right? Which I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and this is back uh, right after uh, Batman uh, was a big success in two thousand uh, or not two thousand nineteen eighty nine. Uh, so these were kind of like um they were kind of resetting the superhero thing we had some of the supermans earlier in the 80s and stuff like that and this was kind of like getting back to it and so but this was an independent film this was I know. Uh, this was like the most successful independent film before uh blair witch project i think he said. right so it had grossed more money than any other independent film for nine years like it held that title for nine years which is pretty cool yeah um it also was number one in the box office that first weekend, um, and it did over uh, 200 million worldwide in the, in the long run, which is like, I mean, the cost of this was 13 and a half million. Yeah. So, I mean, they <laughs> killed it money-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of the other things, uh, this was uh, Jim Henson's last movie that he worked on. Yeah, I saw a picture of him uh, with the, uh, with the, the, the turtles all, all geared yep. up. Yeah, uh, he died shortly after this movie, so this was the the last. And uh, I mean, really, a lot of people attribute the 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 success of the look of the turtles to uh, Jim Henson and his team and stuff like that. And I agree a hundred percent. And this is where I wish they would have went more in the 2014. I wish they would have looked at this and said, you know what, that killed it. Then let's let's do this. Let's do this. Let's let's make it look more like more nod to the comics and 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 stuff like that. But that is what it is. Um, I can't remember someone was talking about what movies these were up against to that first weekend when it when it went number one. And they're like some blockbusters. I, I, I don't remember. That. Yeah. Like it, it, like stuff that won Emmys and like best picture type stuff. It beat out, you know, that first weekend and stuff well, like that. Let's think about the audience. I mean, it chose to make this this movie more for kids. I mean, you really. A hundred percent. So, so they're going to invite a lot more people to the theater when you do that. And it, well, it's, it's kind of, I, I could see some true, true fans of the original comic being a little let down, but, but this is, this is kind of in the end about money and, and, uh, yeah, and, and it's always prob- about money. And they were probably basing it more off the cartoon rather than the comic, you know, the success of the cartoon. Oh, for sure. Uh, this was definitely something that, uh, parents were able to take kids to and uh, probably, were made to take the kids to where I think a lot of the other movies weren't, weren't up to that. I was trying to, I was trying to find uh, what the other movies were that they were up against. Uh, I, was for Red October. Some, I was buying you some time. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Hunt, Hunt for Red October was one. Um, it might have been Pretty Woman. Uh, what was, let's see. Someone read off like uh, just a crap load of them. And I was like, damn. Like all these things were in the theater at that time. And I was just like, that's just ridiculous. Um, I, I should have done this earlier, but, you know, I, I wasn't sure we were going to talk about it. But um, do, do, do. let's see. Let's see if I can find something. Uh, Hunt for Red October, Pretty Woman, Blind Fury, Blue Blind Steel. Blind Fury, that's right. Rucker House. Uh, <laughs> House of Flies, House Party. Um, what was some of the uh, Opportunity Knox? Opportunity there was another Knox. one. That was with. Uh... Oh, no, that's Career. No, I'm sorry. Dana Carvey. Okay. Uh, it's Dana Carvey. There was another. I was thinking of Career uh... Opportunities, which is with the same one that's in Labyrinth. Which, oh, is another, yeah. which is another Jim Henson uh, production. So I, I got excited thinking there was... I think the two big ones were The Hunt for Red October and Pretty Woman. It, it beat them out at the box office that opening weekend that they were going. Um, they had read some other ones that I was like, that were... Uh, they may have come out a week or two earlier, so they were on the downturn. But it was still, I mean, for them to capture that top spot, that's that's crazy cool. Um, it just the amount of money they, they made and stuff like that, which I think, you know, helped helped promote this and get this going Man, and they did they they pulled so much from the the cartoons because it was at its height i yeah. mean it was in its third or fourth season out of 10 you know and so you know they definitely were were one of the top top um cartoons at the time my criticism of the of it which i don't i don't think it's a very uh, no no say it i i'm fine with that well I think they they really drew a lot of the success of this film from just this gimmick, this gimmick about turtles that that are you know that talk like like teenagers and and <laughs> and and can, but can also fight like ninjas, and it's there's something really exciting about that, and you want to see it. You're drawn towards it. So mm-hmm. so I get the attraction. I think in the comic books they really tried to take it continuously to the next level and and or at least so the, at least some of the stuff that I that I've seen but but I don't think the the cartoon went there and this movie certainly didn't to me it was it was really lacking in just a cinematic appeal but <laughs> at the same time you know when you're playing towards kids and you, you know kids are attracted to this crazy gimmick that's cool it mm-hmm. is it is that it's a really exciting gimmick and it's really cool it just yeah. doesn't, doesn't go much further. It than does. That. So there was there was two two series of comics. There was the the original by Mirage, and they they stayed a grittier, more kind of adult type comic. Uh-huh. Um, then there was also uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Tinder uh, Adventures, Adventures of the Turtles, which was an Archie comic, and they kind of slid a little bit closer to the to the cartoon. This is why and it so- would be fascinating to be the, you know that that your your Turtle Suit podcast. You know, there's so much. There's so many different angles. It sounds like it sounds like with mm. Teenage Mutant Turtles, you know, you got two different, two different approaches to the comic book. You've got you've got this whole series of movies that that you can look at from a from a nostalgic point of view, from a puppetry point well, of there, view. From and there's and, all the games and yeah, the and, toys. And <laughs> they cover it all. Don't they have a cereal too. Or they had a cereal. They had pies. They had snacks. And and that's what's great. Uh, so it's. Uh, it's Ryan and and Eric, and they cover this stuff, and and they're they're funny guys. Like realistically, they kind of you know 
they want made me want to do this podcast. That's kind of where we, <laughs> you know, I mean, we talked, we talked before about like when we sit around and shoot the shit and I was like, God damn, that'd be fun to do. And then listening to these guys, I was like, they were my motivation partially to get going on this. It's like, man, yeah, I want to, I want to be like them. I, I don't know if we're as funny as they, I mean, they're well, fucking hilarious well, and they crack me up. Think about we're just to, different. Think about having to please the fan base with, with a, because I, I think Seth Rogen is doing some sort of, is tied to a, a new movie that's coming out, like a CG yeah, movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, I fucking anyway, hate Seth Rogen. I know you do. I know, but he, but he, 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 he he kind of, I think he'd play a good turtle. I think he kind of has that. But, okay. All right, all right. But no, don't do that. Don't okay. do that. But think about the fan base they got to they have to approach because it's no longer oh, yeah. a fan base. It's twenty different Multiple. fan bases with yeah. different ideas of what this should be about. And you know, I get excited about about kind of the more gritty, violent, cinematic uh, adaptations. You know, you can't quite if you, if it was just a true adaptation from the comic. It wouldn't make an interesting movie. To me, it'd be kind of a, it'd, oh. be, a it'd be a comic. But if you could translate mm. that effectively, which I thought there were glimpses of it in the in the 2014 movie, but but I don't know. I mean, that's a tall order. I I, I, I saw think... some I saw some artwork on some like fan artwork of what the mm-hmm. turtles should look like that I loved, but it gave them more different looks. It, like I think it 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 was they used a different actor to kind of represent each one. And then they redrew the turtle based kind of on that actor's look. One of them was oh, Clint okay. Eastwood. One of them was uh, Tom Hanks. One of them was Bill Murray. And, and so, okay. So that too. was actually, but then that's, that was that's actually kind of- the original. The, 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 these, um, that was the, the 2014, they did the faces to kind and of I match. See that I read really that. Offending some people that say, no, the turtles <laughs> all look alike. It's all about their character. But in movies, you've got to establish that, in different ways you can't just you know i had a hard time in both movies kind of getting a handle on who is who um and that's just because i'm not that exposed to right. the, the characters and so i want that sort of visual cue oh this you know the skinny one is is the uh, clint eastwood you know or you know and then you kind right. of draw something to it which is kind of a cop-out but that's that's just how i see no it. no i get you know? that and and i did Okay, I I like that that they did that in 2014. I I wasn't 100% opposed to it. They did that in um well, they the started 2000 that, but then they ended up bulking them all up so they were all I mean they they kind of went that direction, but they Oh, but I mean they are well, I mean Raph is definitely and he's the one with the red. He's the one that's much bigger. You know, you got Donatello who's tall and skinnier. He's the one with the purple. Yeah, but right? he's still so, he's still beefed up. I mean, they're they're still all the They're all beefed. Muscles. So, and that's and that's the problem is the turtles were supposed to be short. None of them were supposed to be over about four and a half feet tall. Okay. I mean, that, in the comics, that's how it was, and that was I think that was. And if you watch the the 1990 movie, they are they're all. I mean, they're shorter than uh, uh, the April O'Neil character played by uh, Judith Hogue, who uh, you know did a great job. Although she didn't match the April in the comics that great. Well, they, the April but, in the comics wasn't even a, a reporter, right? She was like a, an assistant. She was a scientist. Science, okay, yeah. She was like a scientist. And yeah, and, and well, in the cartoon, though, she was a reporter. Okay. So, but they did, they, that, that was one of the things that the, them rescuing her um, was, was right out of the comics. They kind of rescue her in the sewer. Um, the the battle on the, the rooftop was was straight from the comics. The, the battle inside the... Um, the uh, antique shop was straight from the comics. Um, them going to the to the farm and stuff—that's all right out of the comics. And it's all—it's like they they did two or three 
and then they went some this weird spaceway kind of time travel thing and then they come back in like seventh eight nine through then they get back and those are the where the the comic and the movie really touch each other and, and they pulled a lot from it the casey the casey jones uh meet with raf in the fight that's right out of uh the raf um one shot where he meets casey jones and they basically do that like it, it's right out of that it, it starts off more with casey jones is beating up some muggers you know they kind of you know they they movie did around it and and they get in a fight um and then they it ends up you know they end up fighting to the point where they're both exhausted and kind of fucking they realize they can't beat each other and they sit down and then they become friends and then they hear someone else getting mugged and they both go oh okay let's go get this where in the movie it, it ended up a little different but i like that they pulled that in there right they really you know and it's iconic lines like you know uh you know cricket you got to know what a crumpet is to know what cricket is I've said that I don't know how many times just in random, like, you know, little things and just f for the last 30 years. And it's all from that movie, you know, things like that. It's just um, the, the, the trip to the, the farm is right out of one of the classic uh, issues. I think it's issue 11. And, you know, the, the turtles are different because um, the fight on the roof and the, the, the going out on his own was actually Leo in his own, his own comic and then they throw him through a window and the, the big fight erupts. So he's the one that hurt rather than Raph, but it worked more for the movie the way they did because he storms out because he's angry. But they go to the they go to the farm and they have the same kind of thing, except for there's a little bit differences in between them where, you know, it's it's Raph and, and Casey who become best buddies, essentially. Uh, the whole crashing of the truck and the, the insults was right out of the comics even. I mean, so they, they did so much great tie into it it's it just it was really really cool but i understand where people can come and go this was a kid's movie i mean <laughs> one of my one of my biggest problems watching this as an adult is they show the the foot's hideout right the the house of debauchery or whatever you want to call it their little hideout thing where it's got all the kids and they got the mc hammer music blast and stuff <laughs> and they open up to the the nine-year-old smoking a stogie <laughs> I'm like, okay, first off, I'm fucking 50, almost 50 years old, and I don't even like to smoke a big cigar like that. And this kid, I'm like, what the hell? Like, whose parents signed on to that? You know, what it really, really is, is he's probably like a 25-year-old that never looked like he grew up, so he's in there smoking a stogie. Um, I, I think, I was, yeah, I think there's a difference between the same story playing out in a comic book and then also seeing it identically played out in a movie. And you could look at a comic book and say, wow, that's really interesting i'm really drawn towards the artwork and this sort of stuff and and you see it played out in a movie and it just is flat and boring and and it doesn't you know it seems like it's just playing for kids you the, you, you need to do something more because of the medium you're dealing with because of because it's a film i think i think it's fair to change it up and give it add some extra elements oh. that might piss off some people that are, <laughs> that are truest and say you know you're you're stepping outside the boundaries of what the comic well no that's what i think was great is they didn't do that they well, they gave us okay, pieces go. of it and that's why i think people love the 1990 movie the fans the real fans love the 1990 movie because they gave us parts of the movie or the the, the comics in the movie and they did they changed it up they, they massaged it but, but it's, it's the base story. Okay, but but again, I don't think it's a very well made movie from a from a cinematic point of view. 
maybe someone who's aware of the comic, aware of the cartoon, and gets so attached to these these ties and say, "Oh, look, they represented that. Re they represented that." Okay, but 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 you. Well, still, yeah, that's you, that's you what it is. It's the nostalgia. Okay, but nostalgia is a hundred percent of it. And maybe that's why you know we're going on and on about uh, uh, the Karate Kid, the 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 oh uh, god, right? The, <laughs> Cobra which, Kai, Cobra Kai, which which it's also kind of lacking in some of its its its. You're you're hundred percent right, it, but we both geek out over it we, because we, we got do. the nostalgia. And, and so I'm 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 throwing myself uh, into that camp that that gets caught up in nostalgia. Whereas here, I don't have that to draw from. So yeah. I'm looking at it more from the point of view of someone that's just yeah. sitting down. Seeing a really, I mean, I, I really, I've seen some of the incredible artwork from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and what a, what a, a, a bitch in concept that that is, <laughs> that is, it's such a crazy one and, and, and how they were able to just get a, such a huge following, but that's all it is. And, and after that, you have to kind of do something with it. And when you're doing with, with it, something with it on the, on the, in the comic book, it's different than what you can get away with on the screen. On the screen, you've so, got to, you've got to, it's live action. There's something, there's something you got to yeah. add that I think that the, that the movie was missing. Well, and they, and they had, they had some later movies. They had two more live action based off of this first one. A um, little bit of differences. I think uh, the second one, they still had the same, um, they still had Jim Henson's team on there. Uh, Judith Hogue bowed out, so they had a different April. Actually, I think uh, personally, I can't think of her name, but I thought she was a better April. But it got it got cheesier. It went more and more comic or uh, less comp, looking more um, cartoony, and I think that hurt it. Um, I don't care for those two iterations. Um, they had an animation one. I know. What's, I what's, what's giving on. you hiccups? Which which drink is it? <laughs> uh, that's the that's the Leonardo. He's he's fighting his way back up. Um, <laughs> But uh, uh, he, uh, oh God, they had an animated one that I thought was a little bit better. Um, and they've had they've had a 2003 series of cartoons that was a little bit closer to the comics uh, in in look and in story. They also had a 2012 uh, set of uh, cartoons that I thought I I actually watched those and, and really liked them. There was a new one that was 2019 where they really they switched it up a ton and. It's one of those ones that the the turtle fans have been pretty good as a fandom of not having too much toxicity. Uh, this one brought it all out because they really changed up a lot of shit. And then there's a lot of people that are just not into it. And then there's some people that are, and it, it is very decisive. It's like, you know, there there's, I would say there's less people into it than there is against it and you know it's one of those it's one of those that failed and this is where i'm worried where you know you got seth rogan coming in trying to do a new one a new movie i have a feeling he's going to go with this this recently released one and he's just going to make them a bunch of pot smokers and and just fuck it all up so he's gonna i have a feeling he's gonna fuck it up i i just don't trust him i don't like him so he did uh uh what was it the green green hornet he was involved in that, and that was horrible. Yeah, it wasn't that great. You know, the thing I remember from that was the, uh, you know, you, we saw that that pinky out coffee post from, uh, from <laughs> Jeremy today, uh, our fellow podcaster on on uh, beer. Parents. On our food, food yeah. and beer. Ones. Uh, yeah, and uh, but it, but that I remember from the Green Hornet was that Cato had had you know he made a coffee for uh, for him, and he had that awesome espresso machine, which which I will. <laughs> 
cream right up your alley you know? yeah <laughs> that's funny um yeah name one thing that seth rogan's done that's good well i i really enjoyed his uh that animated one that's <laughs> crossed oh all the, the 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 one with the hot dog that was yeah the, the super sexual one yeah i liked that i liked um yeah i don't think that's gonna work with turtles what was the one with the kids the where he was a cop um the and it had mclovin oh super bad super bad i really liked super bad i don't think he was part of that i think he was just an actor in it okay well that i so i personally think the guy's trash i can't stand him i liked um, him in knocked he, out. I thought that was... <laughs> yeah i i i have not liked i mean i know everybody talks about uh pineapple express is a you know and, and eh, to me it's like that was okay He's if you're that... a stoner it's great if you're a stoner it's great but if you're not a stoner, it's a horrible fucking movie. This is the end. I thought. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen that one. But yeah, I, some I'm worried. Think that one. Yeah, a lot of his movies cross some lines. I thought this is the end. This is the end was funny because it actually took real actors and they played, and had them play themselves. They played themselves to an extreme where you didn't care for them. Like like they they, <laughs> they played their their most mocked self, you know. And I, I liked that. I thought that was. Very, oh, maybe uh, I'll have to watch that then because I kind of like that idea. You know that, yeah. But I, I do not like Seth Rogen. He bugs the crap out of me. All right. Um, so yeah, we. I mean, <laughs> they did a lot of really cool stuff in this 1990 uh, movie. Um, the soundtrack, I have to admit, as soon as I heard some of the songs, got me right back into it. Going, there's the MC Hammer, you know, with the with all the the stuff going. There was a few things, and I agree with you. Like, um, uh, we didn't even we haven't even talked about characters too much, but. Uh, Casey Jones did a pretty good job being real close to the comics. There's a lot of people that talk about, you know, he he is real close to it, but not not 100%. And I thought he did a good job. Uh, the Shredder, uh, who's the main bad guy, he I do not think he lived up to the comic book Shredder. I think they made him too gimmicky. The whole and a lot of people mess talk about this when when he comes out in his his uh, garbage uh, bag cape. <laughs> um, and they have to pull the pull the things. I, and I agree. I think it's 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 cheesy. I think I think they could have done something different with the costume. It looked really bad. I, um, I was a little disappointed at the backstory that they gave him in the movie. I thought even the comic in that first one I watched where they gave, have him as a brother gave more motivation to what was going on. Whereas here, it just seemed like they were, you know, full of themselves and just wanted to. Yeah. To... It, it is a little bit at least it plays a little bit to the original backstory um it i just, do like that well yeah and and i after because I, I went back to it and watched it a little bit more and it was very it was very much the like the original but it just left all the stuff out that yeah that might offend you know anything about the the killing of the of the master right. and his girlfriend <laughs> or his, and and yeah. be, the things that really kind of give you more of an emotional attachment to it because they were catering towards kids and you can't have yeah. that stuff in those well i love the 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 animation of the rat doing uh you know karate you know and then the I little turtles did too <laughs> i really liked that and i thought oh that's that's Jim Henson's uh, puppeteering yeah. at, at work. Um, you know, I watched some of the puppeteering in this, and I thought it was I thought the suits were really really great, but the way they were used was it was you know you remember Dark Crystal that was also Jim yes. Henson, and um, but they never this, had any really hard action a, fighting. Yeah, their fighting was what in in Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. Yeah, but Dark yeah. Crystal had more of a grit to it. You know, this yeah. came across more like Labyrinth as opposed to Dark Crystal with its kind of, yeah. it's it, you know, it's a little bit more 
for kids <laughs> for kids yeah, but i mean but if you think about them fighting in those suits i think they did a great job now this is one of the things i found out doing some research on this the way they film this and this is this i think will get you get a little more excited about it right they film this in a slower rate uh so that they could speed it up and make them look like they're moving faster so their fight scenes were, were filmed slower as they did it and and allowed them to speed it up to make it look a little bit more you know like a like a real fight i guess yeah i get that I, in fact there was one scene when he comes up out of the uh, manhole where they did it a little too fast he said something about you can come over to. Oh my god, that was my best. That was the best a- part. When April says you can come over for pizza, and he's like, "It's pizza." pizza. <laughs> oh, that was classic though. That was see that to me that okay. So that was the one thing from the cartoon that I thought really pulled from the cartoon that I thought was great. Okay, and that and this is a difference between you and me. I I have a I but but to me this kind of exemplifies the fact that this was made for kids and that's okay oh it was that's okay but i hey i was gonna, an 18 year old kid when gonna, i saw it but you're going to alienate some of the people that really were more attracted to i was a 49 year old kid when i saw it again yesterday and today true true <laughs> and, and you didn't like joker and i was a huge fan of joker so oh god joker was horrible right so so right now right there you, you we've got two different you know points of view that are yeah. like uh you know like like a magnet and another well and, and and speaking of joker yeah uh the reason i didn't like that is because i'm basing it off there they should have just called it something else they should have called it fucking sad clown or something because it wasn't the joker yeah he put on some makeup and he acted like a fucking psycho but he wasn't the joker from batman and and that is what if you're going to call yourself the joker be the goddamn joker not some fucking has been almost bad clown and that's what it was. So okay, that's is that's, that all, I, I'm is, that all you, is that all you got? Come on. <laughs> I don't no, think, no, I got more. Uh, but anyways, we're talking about turtles. We're not talking about well, horrible jokers. Well, I'm just I'm drawing from another another yeah, yeah. film that was adapted from a comic. You know, so based loosely based from a comic. <laughs> Show me one one comic that shows me that Joker. I, I can show you a bunch of comics that show you these turtles. <laughs> okay, okay. But anyways, uh, no, the turtles, they, they did some great stuff. And and I liked what they did with it. Uh, some of my favorite things, you know, the farm scenes where they're doing the fighting out in the field. What I would have, this is, and this is the martial arts in me, right? This is, I would love to see someone like take one of those, those turtle suits and do like long form four. Right. It just, just blasted out there. And, and those that know Kempo and know what you'd be like, Oh yeah. Okay. That'd be badass. Like if I could ever get one of those suits that fit me, I would make myself work it out. And I would do that at camp. I would go up there. I think that would be cool. Um, but it is what it is. Just put some green war paint on and, 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 and slap it. No, no, I got, I want, I want the whole head. I, I want the whole thing. But no, I, I, I liked what they did with it. Um, I loved like the, you know, there's the, um, Numchuck scene where uh, you know the guy comes in and he starts swinging around and you know Don, or, uh, Michelangelo's like oh a fellow chucker and they, so cool part about that the guy wearing the foot suit is actually the same guy that's wearing the Michelangelo suit I you know I, there was something <laughs> I, I I didn't read that but I got the impression that there were there were mm-hmm. there was someone that that did the Nunchaku stuff that that was all of the voice actors got a part in it and uh several of the guys in the suits got other parts in it too like um there's the part where Raphael rolls over the cab 
And the guy in the back goes, what was that? And he's like, oh, it looked like a big turtle in a trench coat. So the guy in the back was actually the the, the actor that physically played Raphael. That's great. And, and, and rolled over. And there was a couple other ones. I, I, I wish I could. I think it was the Domino's guy was the guy in uh, Michelangelo. Donatello's, I can't remember, but... Uh, yeah, they got to do some. They got to do some other cool stuff, and it was it was kind of neat. You mentioned the Nunchaku. I did. I did read that the UK version of the 1990 film that they <laughs> they tried to substitute had all the all those scenes with with to take that weapon out of the out of the movie. They did it with the cartoons too. Did they? What, yeah, what, they they. What? what, what so, I mean, is it because they I don't guess, carry? I mean, they don't carry guns, but they in in the police don't carry guns in, in the UK, but. But what is that? Apparently, have? Nunchaku was a big deal. Out like I guess they had a big rash of ninjas size in London are okay. or something. You know, I mean, you got. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it, it's very interesting how okay. you know. Um, but that so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is also why I have uh, a collection of uh, weapons. <laughs> um, I have uh, several pairs of Nunchaku. I have a pair of size. I have many swords. Jimmy um, has I some a, size that that Matt uh, West gave to him. Yeah, uh, that, which is cool. Casey has a samurai sword from her yep. Italy victory, and and then of course Nunchaku yeah. from from the classes we took. So, well, and yeah. they both should have both staffs because we sure. we did both staff sets. Yeah. And, yeah, so we got yeah. it all too. That's uh, great. So funny thing is, um, when, I, uh, I didn't even know it. The... I had a collection of all the Teenage <laughs> World weapons before I knew it. You know. So back uh, when I was in high school, um, before the movie came out, um, when I was still just living, I lived by myself my senior year. Um, had a friend that kind of stayed with me. We had made weapons out of uh, cardboard. So we had uh, cardboard nunchucks, and I made a pair of wood size. And we used to fight in my house all the time with these things. To to, rep, to represent the turtles or just because you thought they were? Yeah. Okay. No, because the turtles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I sat and drew them all the time, and, and I was like, oh, man, I want to make these. But, yeah, I we did, made. We, I did the Freddy Krueger uh, hands because I, I remember seeing that movie and I made my own little home movies with my, I made a glove and I went in and like rigged, you know, rigged up the whole blade. Oh yeah, we didn't, we didn't make any movies. We just beat the shit out of each going, other with where, stuff. Where, where did our knives go? I, I thought I had some steak <laughs> knives. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, Actually, no, I, I think I, whatever I did. Where's I my garden glove? <laughs> <laughs> right. What you should have done is went full tilt and went Edward Scissor's hand and went out there and just gardened for her. <laughs> That would have been cool. All right. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about the 2014 movie too. Okay. Which was, um, uh, it wasn't, it was a production by, uh, uh, Bay, Mike, uh, Michael Bay, but it, he was it, the director. No, I don't think he directed it. Did he? Uh, Oh, you're right. Jonathan Lieb Liebersman. Okay. But he was a producer. He was producer. It, it was, definitely had, it definitely had a Bay feel to it. Yeah, absolutely. Explosions. I mean, just, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. He still, he stole half the sounds from the Transformer movie. And he had the and same, part of their, the soundtrack was uh, the same guy who did Transformers too. It had a whole feel, you know, it, you know, you get those, those shot, those moving shots that yeah. take an angle and stuff. Those, those shots. <laughs> Like, uh, other than other than the Bay stuff to it, like I hated I hated the Shredder in this. Um, I, I hated everything they did with him. They made him like a Transformer. He was wearing a big fucking armor suit that he sounded like Optimus Prime's like redheaded stepchild. You know, he it was just a horrible rendition of 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 the Shredder. I did like what they did with a lot of the other stuff. I personally thought the April Neal played um, what's her bucket uh, <laughs> Megan Fox. <laughs> uh, uh, I thought she was actually good. I I think she's attractive. People are like, you know, 
I guess you're either you're sold on her or you're not. You're, you're either with her or against her. I thought she did a good job. I don't think there um, was much to the role. I thought she did fine. I don't I don't have any criticism yeah. of her. Um, but I no one's getting an Oscar coming out of that movie anyway. So I don't. I mean, but it was a direct you know, lift. From, I mean, I don't think her character was much different than the one from Transformers either. So. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, she'd had to deal with the Transformer anyways. But uh, I liked I liked the turtles. I I. I thought it was an interesting backstory that they gave them their new, their I new origin. The costumes. I loved the costumes. See, I was, I was half and half on that. I just, um, I hated the faces. Yeah. They made okay. them, they gave them lips and kind of these weird kind of, they, they made they, them too human look like, yeah, they, they, they should have, they should have left the beaks on them. They should have left the beaks something on them. Something was off. I mean, they had some shots that looked re- that really worked, but others that just looked yeah. Weird. Like what's the what's the stuff where they where they superimpose lips on a picture of someone? To <laughs> right. Oh god. And that's kind oh. of what it looked like at times. And it looked yeah. something didn't look right about so, it. So uh Quiznos had yeah, a, a major yeah. <laughs> I right. fucking hated that commercial so bad that I refused to eat at Quiznos. Uh, like I remember we were going somewhere one time and we stopped and the only food place they had was Quiznos and I was like I will fucking starve before I spend money in that place because of that damn commercial. And it was cuz those lips and eyes on a fucking sandwich or whatever it was bugged me so much. But yeah, you're right. It did have that look. And that was my biggest beef with the the look of the turtles. I didn't care for all the extra, like, I didn't like Mikey as much. I, I, because of the, the sunglasses and the, the puka shells and all that, he just kind of bugged me. And he was a creep as fuck. Like, <laughs> like, dude was like, that was just a little too creepy. I think the best scene, and, and, and I want, I want your opinion on this because, because, because to me it has, it, not something they drew from the comics necessarily, but it just, it None just of that seemed was. To, to represent a teenage boy. You know, and how they react, or they they act with kids, but in the elevator. And I think they did this for the uh, oh the, the, the music too. When they start doing that little rap in the elevator, yeah, or, and they all kind of catch on, or it's not it's just the the beatbox or something like that. I well, thought, I loved that, and I thought if they could have captured that magic throughout the movie, it would have made it so much better. I don't know if it was teenagers much, but more brothers. After right? I watched this, I was so drawn to that that I. I had a movie. In Did mind. you start beatboxing? No, I wanted to watch a movie. <laughs> I hadn't seen it before, but I knew it was about kind of the skateboarding culture, and it's called mid nine. Oh. It's called mid nineties. It's with Jonah Jonah Hill directed it, which is funny because we just talked about him with Superbad. He was in Superbad. But yeah, he, I like him. He directed uh, a movie called Mid Nineties, and it's it's not a it's not a big budget movie, and it's 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 still kind of an amateurish movie, but but it's it's. It follows these teenagers um, just trying to get by through what mm-hmm. they knew, and it's it you know this, the, you know he's got an older brother that's a total um, bully, and and he tries to find this this these people to to kind of associate with, and he ends up going to this the skateboard shop, and you know piling up oh, these so people and it, and it that and actually it, I'd like to watch that because that it's, it, I was that lot, kid yeah there's a lot of really heavy language there's it talks about nicknames and stuff but it was that <laughs> yeah. and, and it didn't when I started watching it, uh, it I was drawn I wanted to watch it because of what I wanted to see out of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I wanted to see right. that sort of camaraderie and I thought maybe I hadn't seen this before but I heard that that's kind of what it captured really well and you know the first thing in that movie was they show the brother getting beaten up by his uh, older brother, and then it cuts to his bedroom, and he's got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle 
uh, <laughs> sheets on his bed. And I'm like, oh, nice. man. That was, it was <laughs> kind of funny. It was a coincidence that I Well, in mid 90s, yeah, that would be the thing. Yeah, I, I, I should watch that. Um, yeah, I was a skater when I was young. I started skateboarding about eight or nine, um, kept it up almost all the way till about junior year in high school. Yeah, when, check it out. It's I, on. I think it's on Amazon Prime or, or HBO Max. It's on a free one, so you can. Well, I got HBO Max again because uh, my dad let his free trial run out, so I had to uh, <laughs> up my own. But I think it's, it's all good. I think it's on Amazon Prime that this one's on. I've got them all, so I mean, it, well, that's. I, I mean, I had to watch. The... <laughs> I had to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the, the 2014 with commercials, because oh, from IMDb. No, it was on Amazon Prime, free with. But commercials. through I. Yeah, because it's oh, through it? IMDb. Okay. I did the same thing. I was too lazy to go bust out my DVD copy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't care. They they can release the worst Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle trash movie, and I will have it regardless. I mean, I do not like the second and third release of the the earlier, the, the 1990 follow-ups, the sequels. Um, I didn't care for those movies, but I still have them on DVD. <laughs> I have a collection of the the, 18, the 1987 cartoons. Um, they're not my favorite, but I have the entire collection. Um, and so, yeah, I I I'm that guy that you know they'll put. Some, matter of fact, I just got some toys in the uh, from Amazon, uh, the Four Turtles, just like two days ago, because I saw them on there and I was like, yeah, whatever. I got I got 20 bucks to throw at that, so I bought them just because I want to I want to put them up on my desk at work. That's great, you know. And, and so, yeah, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I like the movie. My favorite scene, um, and this is what I, th- this is my, my Thor Ragnarok beginning. Like I could watch it over and over again and never get tired of it is when they're going down the snow hill, right? When they take off in the, in the diesel and then they end up sliding down the, that whole fucking scene to me is just, it, it, it is a, it's a Bay film, super yeah. action, but I love what they do in it. I love the whole part of it. It just, Every part of it to me was just really, really cool. I liked it when it. I thought it. I thought it went a little too overboard, and and I think that makes a difference. I like to see action that that is a little bit more believably outrageous. You know, to me, this got a little <laughs> bit unbelievably outrageous. I, and I think there's a fine line that that you gotta you gotta you gotta hold back on. You, it it made. You don't re- believe that big huge turtles that. Could- could do that well because i thought everything they did they could do it reminded me of or it, it made me think about the the scene in a movie that i think we're going to talk about next week uh raiders of lost ark oh the, yep, the, yep, yep the big scene at at the end when he's when he's in the truck and he's well he's he's riding after the truck in a horse and he's mm-hmm. jumping on it and and it's this big epic chase to try to do this and all that all the things that he does are so well choreographed and Photographed, so you really see, uh, uh, as the action progresses, you see everything that's going on, and you're you're there the whole time. The problem with some of these action scenes is, it was it was that MTV generation of, uh, and I I say that dating myself because <laughs> MTV isn't really a thing anymore. But I mean, it was that fast cutting where you get lost in the action to where to the point where you really don't know what's going on. It looks cool. But you can't follow it. But and that's it's important that you're able to follow it and understand how the action is 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 going. It, okay, I, think, I, I think, see what you're saying. I think that was missing. I think they went a little overboard, obscured it to make it less interesting. 
less. Well, I, I don't. I, I disagree with you. Okay. <laughs> I disagree with you because so what you're talking about with the indie scene is it's one guy. You're following one guy through his progression yep. up, right? And you know we you could see that in, in a single thing. Now where you have a team of four guys and a more things are going on, you have to do those jump arounds. And I followed what was going on, and and I I you know was like, okay, you know Leo's doing this. He's fighting. He's he's knocked out. Oh, what are the brothers going to do? And then they show, okay, this is what they're doing. I, and so I, I you you got to cover more people, so you have to have those jump scenes. I think it's more just. It might have been my. I'm more invested into it because you know, as soon as Leo's hurt, I'm like, I'm biting my nails. Like, oh well, fuck, what's going to happen to Leo? It's to me, it's one of those things that maybe by three or four watches, I will have understood <laughs> the, the continuity yeah. of the action. But I think it's better. It's were you better drinking were, while you're watching it? Huh? <laughs> were you drinking I, while you're watching it? Probably. I, I think it's, <laughs> it's better to to pull it back a little bit so that on a first viewing, you can follow what's going on because that gets you more involved and more uh, kind of tied to what's going to happen next. Yeah, but if you also gets... have to look at the chaos fact there that like if you if you pull it back too much and you slow it down, it becomes, okay, you run in, we'll all wait until you're done. You know, you got the chaos factor, which is, is more like a real combat, real weapon war real battle going on where you have multiple things going on and you, you can't you can't follow everything i i kinda... think you can do that i think you can do that a, a good director can can kind of choreograph that dance effectively to where to where you can follow what's going on and get a sense of chaos at the same time i think that's doable I, okay I think do you have an example of a uh, team okay well i i will <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm out. No, because I, I want to know. I mean, because he, he. Okay, okay yes. So my... yes. Yes. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a movie that came out the exact same year as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, the, the 2014. Okay. And to me, you're dealing with the same sort of team that, you know, look at the prison break. That, that there was nothing as chaotic like, I mean, it was chaos going on. It was a prison break. Yeah. And yet you could follow everything that was going on. There was character development. There was, there was, uh, you know, you, you followed each, each individual succession and you still got a sense of the, the craziness of the whole thing. See, I, I think, I think you had the same, I think you had the same in that one personally. I, I really did. I mean, like I said, I didn't have a problem following it. I mean, I, I, it was, it was, you know, Leo jumped out to do his thing. Shit happened. Okay, the next, the guys are notice it. They're doing their thing. I, I, I thought it followed okay. pretty well. Okay. I mean, it is what it is. I, that to me is one of those scenes that I, I really enjoyed out of that film. I really liked it. Uh, there were some things I didn't care for. Like I, I said, I do not care for the the personality they gave Mikey as the creeper. Uh huh. Right. I mean. He's the fun party guy, okay, but he doesn't have to be, you know, the, you know, raper. You know, right. he, he's just a right. little too, it's like, oh, my shell's getting tight. You know, it's like, come on, dude. I, like, we didn't need that. I, there are things from the movies where they, they definitely show one of the turtles or more of the turtles have a crush on April, and, and that's fine. But it's like, dude, keep it, keep it low key. You know, it doesn't have to be that in your face, like, okay, you know, raper McGee. It's, it, yeah, it just, and you know it didn't necessarily represent what a teenager really is like. That's almost like the the parody right. of a teenager, and, and exactly. that, I, I think that's what I was hoping. Like that's why I watched mid nineties to try to see if there was a better representation of kind of that <laughs> awkward teenager that yeah. or, or something that's a little bit more um, 
Uh, like he could have had a crush on her, but he doesn't have to be so lecherous about it. It, it yeah. would have been better. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, so one of the cool things I thought they did, if you noticed in both films, they had April O'Neil in trouble in a subway and the turtles are in the first one. It's just Raph that comes and saves her in the second one. It's, it's the whole team that comes and save her. I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't know if that was a, an actual nod to the nineties movie or not, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Could have been, you know? Yeah. What does uh, does uh, Splinter fight with his tail like he does in this movie, in the comics? In the comics, yeah. Okay. In the comics, he definitely does whoop a little more ass than, than he did in the nineties. I thought it was the nineties movie. He he the, didn't do anything. The, to me, the backstory in this one seemed really underdeveloped in the fact that oh, I found a book on <laughs> jiu jitsu yeah. and I became a and I used that to teach a the master. turtles. Yeah, that that just didn't didn't work for me <laughs> well so the whole thought behind that and this is this is where i'm going to try and give him a little credit because i i agree with you reading a book to learn you know i have a we have books that tell us what we're supposed to do and it still is like what <laughs> but uh um the whole idea you is that the mutate, you go to youtube obviously right the the <laughs> right exactly um the idea is that the the mutagen affects their brains some so they're they're a little more receptive kind of like is the only thing I can pull from that. Cause I yeah. mean, uh, it, you know, and you gotta, you gotta put, you know, aside belief a little bit. Cause you're talking about a, a five foot talking rat that knows, you know, new jitsu, which <sighs> this is, the, this is because I know what new new jitsu is compared to other martial arts. And they're really not doing anything. That's that's ninja really other than ninja hide, yeah. you know, there's, there's, most of those are ba like ninjas really were samurai based uh, fighting. They just did it with a underhand and no honor. And when Splinter really started fighting, he really came across as someone who had fought like many times before. Yeah. When, when really his backstory made it sound like this was his first time ever doing anything, you know, he, he learned, well, he, I mean, he, he fought with the kids. Okay. <laughs> he probably sparred with those kids but, a lot, but he but he fought like Yoda in the you know when he finally went into battle. Uh, he he didn't go as much uh, Super Bowl as Yoda did. Well, the, I, and that was one of the worst parts of those movies ever. So I agree with you; it was bad, but he wasn't <laughs> as bad as Yoda. That well, Yoda shit was ridiculous. I'm just think I'm just saying that that to me the backstory didn't quite prepare. Oh yeah, for, no, for what we saw. Uh, yeah, Nujitsu for Dummies was not going to teach you how to fight like that. <laughs> Nujitsu for Dummies. I got the right. Cliff's notes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I agree with you. Um, and that's why I like the, well, even the, even though the other story is a little ridiculous. I know. Rat, like, <laughs> he, I know. He, watching him he, from a cage. Before he even became radioactive, he was yeah. watching, he was, he was mimicking his moves. Which, Dude, but, but how cool would that be to have a pet rat that like you turn around, he's doing like form three. You're like, damn, right. dude. And that's. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hit that forward bow. Hit that forward bow. <laughs> and that's where they they can kind of get away with that in a comic book, but it's tougher to translate to the big screen. When they try to do it, it just comes across as, oh, that's kind of corny. You know, you've got to yeah. figure out ways of, of presenting it that makes it work a little better. And and so I, I don't mind that they try to change it up a little bit. I just don't think yeah. the, what they came up with was was quite quite there. Yeah, yeah. There, there's different iterations where the uh, cartoon also has a different iteration where he was uh, um, the human and he became the rat from the mutation, which actually makes more sense to me of him knowing the martial arts. Um, the IDW new comic series, 
uh, has that kind of um, background where he was, he, <laughs> it's not even they be mutate into it, their souls transfer and then the mind and stuff. And he ends up in a rat that gets mutated. And yeah. that to me makes the most sense. Like he, he learned it as a human and, and was actually a ninja and all this. And then he transferred into a human body soul wise and mind wise. And same with the, the turtles. They were his four sons, which I really like that backstory. It, it has more of a, a believability. If, if, if that's even the right way to say any of it. Well, but, uh, authenticity, you know, you want authenticity, yeah, yeah, you want to, you want to, you want to figure out a way of translating it into a place where, where it comes across as something that you can get behind, where the comic yeah. books can get away with, with a little bit more, but once you yeah. start seeing it and visualizing it, it, it so, takes on a reality that that you want something more behind it. Yeah, the thing about the 2014 movie that I thought for me was better than the 1990 was. Uh, the believability that these guys were brothers, their their attitudes and actions towards each other, and I'm not gonna lie, like I was watching it the other day, and there's that ending scene where they're they're falling to their deaths, and they think they're not gonna make it, and they're, is there anything last you know last thing you want to say, which is cheesy as fuck because it really wouldn't have probably happened like that, but when Raph starts fucking just letting all of his shit out and like literally, literally like he's the tough guy that you know doesn't want to cry like in a fuck i i know that personally like that's me a hundred percent in in my personality even though i i really like leo a lot more uh when he starts breaking down i'm like i'm fighting back tears like i'm not gonna cry you know it's just i thought they they felt more like brothers in in the 2014 movie than they did in the original yeah. like there was too much yuck yuck shit in the fur in the 1990 like one of the and uh, yeah, so I a, know yuck yuck is a good way of putting it because that kind of puts fucking, it in kind of that silly r realm, which it felt. So I know he was a big name for them to get at the time, uh, Corey Feldman in the 1990 movies to uh, voice Donatello. But to me, that is the most annoying part of the whole fucking movie. Uh, I hate hearing him. Um, Stand by me and Lost Boys, Corey. Oh, he was good in that, but there, it just—he's too fucking. He's—he's. He's, three stooges in this yeah. it's like every line he says sounds like a fucking three stooges line and it just doesn't fit for me and i hated it who'd they have and, in in this one it was the guy from uh from uh uh what's it? oh i'd have to look him up but yeah the uh let's see voice he, actors he does the he, he does jeremy all, howard where they, where they get in the in uh where they get where they actually hurt themselves where, oh johnny knoxville yeah, does johnny uh, knoxville. leo yeah okay yeah he's johnny knoxville is does the leo voice sad John, grandpa, uh, old grandpa <laughs> sad grandpa sad grandpa okay. <laughs> that's a different no that's a whole different thing isn't that johnny knoxville <laughs> yeah he does the old the old uh it's not sad grandpa though okay. it's, it's old gra so, okay i don't i think it's just good grand or dirty grandpa dirty or bad grandpa. Gran okay dirty bad. grandpa or bad. okay but anyways yeah no he did that um oh the one that got me uh, i i didn't know and and really shocked me was the voice of splinter was uh tony, tony Shalhoub. Shalhoub, yeah yeah who was in men in men in black and also uh was monk monk isn't yeah. he monk yeah he's monk that's well that's i see that's all i can see when i when i see him is monk i always see men in black that 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 you know after he gets shot yeah. in the face and his head grows back yeah, oh, that's smart. So yeah, whatever he says. Yeah, that's what I've always, no, always reminded. That's funny. Of. I thought he did a great job. I I liked I liked a lot of the um the 2014. I know there's a lot of people that did, but there was uh, a lot. Sam Rockwell was in the uh, 19. Oh my god! In the first one, he only has a couple shots. I remember seeing him go. Is that Sam? Rockwell? He is no. He's head thug. 
He's he's the head thug, dude. He hands out cigarettes, menthol that, or uh, regular. And that was his first release too. I think he made a movie before that, but this one was released in the theaters before. So. Oh my god, I, I love that. And it's funny, like so uh, when I saw that again, the first thing I thought of was him in uh, Iron Man. And uh, Iron Man and I was like, two or Iron Iron Man? He's, two. I think he's in the first one too. I don't think, but so. he's a smaller part. Okay. He's Jack Hammer, who's the 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 opposite of Tony Stark. He owns the uh, the the B team, uh, right. the JV team uh, right. <laughs> for uh, weapons. But he's that smarmy guy, and and as soon as I saw that, I was that's exactly what I was like, oh shit, you've been smarmy the whole time. <laughs> um, but I mean, he's he's probably one of the biggest actors I think in in that uh, actual movie, as as far as you you know, if you would go by credits and stuff like that. Other than you know Jim Henson, uh, which I think is phenomenal. I, I love the fact that he was part of that. Um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, I don't know. The, I mean, the the 2014 movie I thought was good, but I you know, I, and I mean they the, they the had cli- the climax. You know, you talked about uh, other yeah. movie other movies. To me, that climax tried to uh, <laughs> duplicate was what was in uh, True Lies. True lies, you know how how they're up. He's got the he's in the jet flying mm. around on the top, and they're they're uh, running across the uh, the scaffolding and stuff like that. To me, this is a ridiculous attempt. To oh, try it's horrible! To, try to try to capture that same action, I, and it's it's unfortunate. I didn't see that. I I saw them trying to do a rooftop battle because that kind of throws back to the comics. I saw too much Transformers in in Splinter. I do like the fact that the brothers, you know, they fought and stuff like that, and then they had to come together. Um, you know, they had to do the buck buck game. It's which, good on script, but yeah, if you can't pull it off, really, in the choreography, uh, the whole the action. <laughs> actually, my biggest my biggest beef with that when I was watching it is uh, April has the ooze and or the antidote, and he tackles her off the top of the building and dives down and grabs it, and all of a sudden she's up a top of him, and I'm like, wait. How how did she, how did she get below you when you hit her off the? I was just like, mm, uh, that doesn't make sense. There, there's I, some physics in there. I didn't care for the fact that you know you see her go to the to the you know what is it? The, is he a senator or something? I don't know. The guy who's speaking in front of everyone and she's so enamored Sachs. with what he's talking about. And you know right away it's like, uh, no, he's the bad guy. Come on. Well, he this, he worked it, with her. It, he worked with her I dad, know, so she, was, he was kind of like an uncle. But it was so fucking cliche. It was like, okay, <laughs> when when is he going to turn? Because you know he's going okay, to. Okay, so and, here's and here's I the... almost hoped that he wouldn't just to kind of like turn that trope on its side a little bit and and here's the thing is it was like he was supposed to be the bad the bad bad guy he they said he was going to be the shredder and people found out about it and said no that's fucking a bad idea change it and they did so we gotta pause for one second all right all right well hang on let me uh (laughs) yeah go do your thing i was like uh i I can try and make it nope i'm not gonna make it (laughs) (laughs) nice all right you're back oh yeah okay (laughs) uh so yeah, I mean, there were, there was a lot about the 2014 ending um, and Shredder, and then uh, the Sax thing. I agree. Um, there was a couple other things that I found out they had to change. Like I guess apparently um, Megan Fox was pregnant during shooting, so really? she was actually supposed to have a fight scene that they had to cut. Okay. Um, yeah. So I thought I I just found that out recently. I was like, oh, that's that's kind of interesting. I thought the Will Arnett uh, character was pretty cool. 
I think he's funny. I think he's, you know, Arrested Development, he's hilarious. He's the voice of Batman in the Lego movies. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he, But but he seemed almost like he was thrown in as the comic. He was. Relief. So the it, character the character he played was actually an asshole in the cartoon. So they kind of switched it. Okay. Yeah, Vernon. And so he, he was actually a character from the cartoons. And so they kind of switched it up. Um, and I thought it, I thought it did a great job. I thought it, it worked out well. Um, I love some of the lines that you know got, they got you uh, you know uh, with him and Raphael in the van. He's like, I've never talked to a human nerd. <laughs> just just little things like that. Uh, I re- I was reading some stuff off of IMDb, some of the the trivia, and so there's that scene where he's in the room making the sandwich, which apparently is an iconic sandwich from Arrested uh, Development which is <laughs> mustard and potato chips or something like that. Or it's a, it's a, a sandwich he used to make in rest of development. And then he's also singing a Rick Ashley tune, I think, or, or uh, there's a song he's singing in it and it's, it's, Oh God, what was it? Uh, like, like he got Rick rolled or something. It yeah, no. It was, okay. But yeah, it was just one of those things and, and it has, it plays back to something which the director of the 1990 was the same director that did take on me uh video oh really from aha yeah oh my gosh that was that was his big credit before that movie i, I, I um, always thought that was kind of cool yeah matter of fact i think he may have did one other movie but most of his other stuff was was music videos um yeah i don't know what else i mean the turtles are one of those things is like they 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 try and throw these movies out there because they cash grabs essentially um a lot of times because they know there's a fandom just like well, just like with batman there's and, a and, hook uh, to the whole premise of teenage mutant ninja turtles there's something that that is maybe it's it's the boy in me and the you know it's it's that it's, right it's that how cool is this you know you've got well, turtles I mean, that, are, <laughs> that are that are mutants martial arts martial artists ninjas and and they're teenagers so i can identify yeah. with them at my age you know that that's that's really can you know a hook it you know and in watching this i can see why there's so much fandom and it it makes me want to get get into the comics a little more i don't well, know. i have them i okay. have a lot of them i, I would look yeah <laughs> I, I actually really enjoyed looking at the at episode or at the first i first one. i have one it's uh the first four graphic novels that cover like episode oh, or issues like up to 11 i think those would be good actually i have actually i have even a better one those ones are in color so they're kind of cool but i have the black and whites of the originals um, you know, when I was a... when I was a teenager, that's how I was exposed to him. I had friends who <laughs> would draw. I remember Stan T10 oh. in high school, and and then there was also someone in in college that I knew that I, I don't remember his name, but but they they had that natural ability to draw like in a comic book. It was, mm-hmm. the, you know, you, they, they would draw and you get the muscle tone and stuff of the, yeah. these kind of superhero things, and it. it I liked to draw as a kid and I thought I was, people thought I was good, you know, and it made me feel proud. Like I'm going to keep doing this. <laughs> but I had no ability that matched where they could just kind of magically come up with these things that looked yeah. so 
real and 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 that belonged in a comic book and 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 but in both in both my high school and college and I remember both of them though would scribble out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and probably they were just just enamored so, I mean, because of of what it, what what it come from well that was that was the time frame like and and like i said i i got into it i was a little bit older so and i got into the comics so uh less into the to the cartoons but i was super into it uh good friends of mine in high school my buddy terry i still have a wood it, it was he did it in wood shop in in high school it is a wood framed covered mirror and it has a picture of leo on it um and i still have this he gave it to me in, in probably our junior or senior year of high school, so 1989, 1990 time frame, and I still have it to this day. You know, it's in my closet right now, and uh, you know, it's just one of those things. And he was he was the same guy that was at my house hitting each other with you know cardboard nunchucks and and throwing Chinese stars at each other and, and all the other wrestling and boxing and crap we did. You know, he he was. I, I was funny. I was thinking about this today. Uh, if I had to think of, I had, I had three best friends in high school. And I started thinking about it. I was like, okay, if I had to break us down and who was, who was what turtle, you know, uh, you know, we, we literally would, would fill them all out. And, and it was kind of funny. I was thinking about that. I was like, that's why I think I was drawn to it a little bit too, is cause I, I don't, I didn't have a, I have a brother. He's a stepbrother, but at that time, you know, he was 10 years younger than me. So it's not the same, but these guys were like that to me, you know, that they were those guys that would, if I had to go into battle, they would be right there with me, you know, heart and soul. And same thing if, you know, whatever happened, I'd be right there with them. So to me, that was always a draw to it, that family connection. If you were so. to do a, uh, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, um, do you have a different approach you might take with 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 them? And, and I say that, I mean, li- I'm listening to what you're saying about having different, different, different people that represented different characters to you and, and made you feel like a team. And, and I, 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 it might be interesting yeah. to put out a series of, of, of movies or, or CG generated. Yeah, no, no, you know, like one is like, it's the same story, but one's told from the point of view of Leonardo. One's told from the point of view of, oh. but I mean, just try to mix it up and give it really draw on the characters of who these people are. Cause that's what MCU right. did so successfully yeah. with Iron Man. You know, they, 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 they showed that they're going to make a movie that's more about the character and not yeah. so much about the, the superpower and ground it somehow and make it real. And if you could yeah. do that with this crazy. Oh no, you, you're a hundred percent. You're a hundred percent. And I think what I would do is I would steer away from the big bad. Like, like these have all gone off to shredder, right? Who is the big bad? Yeah. I, I think these guys would be, you know, uh, Leo would be the one that is trying to work hard to train his brothers. Like it, it would be a story about him trying to be his best self and work hard to make his, his brothers their best selves and, and the, the struggle with that, you know, where you got Raph who, who's very much about, he's, he's very internal with his emotions and stuff like that, but he's also about protecting the weaker. So he'd be out like fighting street crime. Like he'd be out, he'd be the one that's out like protecting, you know, an old lady getting her, her bag stolen or, or you know, you someone's like getting a, a Netflix, rundown. Netflix series like Haunting of Hill House. And, oh. and each episode, like like you have 10 episodes, but like four of them are all a different yeah. point of view of the same little story. And then at the same time, you kind of have more of this epic story yeah. that surrounds it. That'd be it cool. Would. It would. And, <laughs> and I think, I think, I think it would, it would really work with a lot of the real hardcore comic fans to, to bring out their personalities and, and not, like I said, one not episode the, being a cartoon. 
<laughs> Where, yeah, well, you I mean, so Mike, come on. You know, Mikey, Mikey is the guy that he's, he's the, he's the jokester. He's the clown of the family in, in, but he does it out of love. And, and it's funny. I was talking to um, some of the guys from the turtle soup group and we were talking about how Leo never gets the love that, you know, as a leader, you know, we were, they were talking about who's the, who's the most liked turtle. And Leo is usually one of the last because he's the leader and, and no one gives respect to the leaders. And they were talking about Mikey and, you know, how he's the, he's the party guy, but which actually is the worst attribute of him. It's it's not that he's the party guy. He's the fun guy that's always trying to do everything to keep everybody. He's, he's the guy that loves everybody the most. So he's always trying to keep everybody happy. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen that person in your family or, or know someone that's like that or, you, you know, you're kind of that way, you know. You, you take on that pain for the other people by doing the stuff, you know, being the goofball, being the clown to keep everybody happy because you just want to make sure everybody's enjoying life. And that's him. And I, I hate when they do him in the cartoon goofiness. And that's what they did in the 1990 movie. You know, they, he was real goofy and kind of in the 2014. And it's like, no, you know, show his heart rather than just the clown. Did they so, represent this in the comic book or, I mean, did it take a while to? No, they do. That? Oh my God. No. So especially in the IDW, uh, the newest release, oh God, it's sure. been out a couple sure. years now. What about at the beginning though? In the beginning, was it? Yeah, he still, he is I definitely, didn't, he's, I didn't he's the youngest brother. In the, in the first no, no. episode. It, it takes just... a while. It takes like to, to, you know, issues like 30, 40, okay. later, deeper into it. Um, but you you get it throughout the thing. He's he's less. I mean, he's always that fun guy. But you get a lot of his heart. And there's a couple. There's an episode where where Raph actually, um, I say episode, but issue, uh, where he actually de evolves. He gets bit by a, a leech, a radioactive leech, and he kind of de evolves and he's he's going down. And you you get this this scene where they put him with Mike uh, Mikey, and he's like, you just you can feel like how much love he has for his brother, and that's that's where it is. And so I, I would much rather see something like that. And that's that's a great idea. I mean, that, that's just God, something I, that MCU has done so well. I mean, there's that yeah. epic scene in uh, in Endgame or, or the one before that, whatever. When when it's Iron Man and Spider Man and and Spider Man oh, is, is fading out. I feel funny, Mister Spar. Yeah, and and. Ugh. And yeah, we're all men, grown men, tearing up, going <laughs> no, you know, because we we've uh, we're, we're we're connected yeah, to those. You're characters. attached to, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I I you know it would be, and and I think the problem is is that like especially when they go with a Michael Bay, that's what he sees, and right. yeah. you know, okay, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna take a step back from Seth Rogen and say, look, if he's a true fan, maybe he'll do something like that. But knowing what he usually does with stuff, I, I'm not holding my breath because, but I mean, God, I, I would reverse everything I thought about him if he comes out with, you know, a, a fucking kick-ass turtle movie that isn't about fart jokes and smoking pot. Right. And it is more <laughs> about family and, and, and the true meaning of what the turtles are. But, you know, like I said, I'm not going to hold my breath because I just don't trust the guy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that would be cool. And, and you know, there, I'm sure there's someone out there. And I, I bet you there's... I've never got deep into fan fiction on anything, um, but I bet you there's some people that have written some stuff that would be really good. <laughs> I and love yeah, stories. That was... Teenage Mutant Ninja. Oh God! Yeah, well, no, I'm not even talking about that family. I know there. Okay. <laughs> I know there's some stuff like that. There's probably some Fifty Shades of Green out there too. You know. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Actually, that's... that that sounds like that might be fun to write. Shades of Green. Oh. I actually, I'm going to look that up when we get off this just to see. 
but no, I'm, I'm sure there's some stuff out there like, cause I mean, you can't have anything without someone just perverting it. So I'm sure there's some stuff out there like that, but I, I would love to see some real good stories too. Uh, so yeah, I, um, I don't know. I, 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 it's one of those things is like, I, you know, I've always been a huge TMT, you know, NT fan, um, probably always will be from, you know, from forever. Uh, you do know. you have a favorite uh, comic that's been adapted to a movie? Or I should say, do you have a favorite movie that that's been, been adopted a, from a, from a comic? Yeah. yeah. Um. Whew, that's that's rough. Um. I mean, I read Thor when I was growing up too, a little bit in Captain America. So I really like what they did with those. Uh, the Daredevil. Um, I didn't read a ton of Daredevil when I was grew. You know, I I, I read comics for about three years. From about twelve to fifteen, I was buying and collecting and got into them. So I don't, I don't have a ton of comics that, but I mean, I, I liked those, but I don't know how much they pulled from just deep comic yeah. history. I know it's 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 it, it's rare to find a movie that can actually capture the same comic what? feel. I know, I, in- I, and I, that's where I think um, the who's the DC director, but he did uh, Watchmen. But but more epically. so Watchmen was one of the first ones but that was really close to. Uh, I think more epically the one he did before that, which was three hundred. What didn't he do that before? Oh, yeah, but I don't. Was that an actual a comic? Oh yeah, that was that was. Was the, it? Oh yeah, that was uh, Dark Knight Returns. Uh, what's his name? Frank Miller. So Frank Miller's wrote wrote a ton of. Did he direct three hundred? No, no, it was the same one who did uh, Batman versus. Oh, but Superman. he he wrote he wrote. He wrote the 300 comics, what you're yes. saying. Yes, he wrote 300 okay. comics, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, those those have some, and Frank Miller, well, Frank Miller was also the uh, the storyline that they took for Daredevil on Netflix. Oh, it, really? That was his storyline, yeah. He directed uh, the, the second 300 movie, the 300, uh, or not, not three, no, I'm sorry, Sin City. Sin City. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the first one, but the second one. So those one. were a little different. Those are, those are and I mean, when you look at this, the cinematography is the right way to say it. Uh, they, they're yeah, more they comic. Dick Tracy feel. I don't. Think, <laughs> I, I don't think Sin City was quite what. Three hundred. I thought really translated well to the screen. I thought Sin City was more of a hybrid. It was like it was trying to stay in yeah. that comic book realm and and show off its ability to try to mimic the comic book realm in a theatrical format. See, I thought three hundred. I thought did a better job of of yeah. of of being on the on the big screen. Um, I to you know now that I think about it. Yeah, I see the comic book like the the pauses where they do you know they give you that frame look and stuff like that uh-huh. with some of the kicks off the the you know where you got the guy launched in the air going into the you know off the abyss and all this stuff. Right. So yeah, I can see that now. I I never realized that was even a comic book. Um, great movie. You know, I thought it was loosely app you know based on because it that was based on a true fact wasn't it like the i think the history is based the history is based loosely based (laughs) yeah um so i thought that was what it was but i I didn't realize directly drawn from a comic book yeah okay that's i didn't know that but i know frank miller writes some great comic books i think he was an inspiration for donald uh, laird or whatever his name was uh oh yeah uh you have um oh where'd it go uh eastman kevin eastman and peter laird peter laird we have a Donald Peter. Laird at my work, so. <laughs> I wonder if he's related. You should see if you can get some, uh, can you give me some turtle stuff? 
um yeah that'd be funny uh no i mean there's a there's a lot of comics out there and, and i can't per, per se that i am a huge comic uh reader that i know all these deep ones um i know basic stories and i've read more lately um you know just because uh when the pandemic started i i went and got that marvel unlimited and so i started reading some stuff um, I would say I know more about the New Mutants and X Men than I probably know about any others. Okay. But you know, and, and you know, they've done their movies and none of them have really uh, worked out as well. Um, now that Disney Wait, owns them, we're hoping. You don't think like the X Men? I thought. Well. Well, Logan. You know, I thought. I mean, that's one of my favorites. Okay, Logan was good. Logan was good, and I found out that's. Whew, that's oh my god, old man Logan. I've just started reading those recently. Oh my god, that's some brutal shit there. That is that is one of the most like bloody brutal comics I have ever seen, and it's kind of they don't get even even close to that in the movie. But it's like oh man, I heard it was he a loose up, adaptation of that, but not. not it is because yeah. he's like he goes absolutely like. So the idea of the uh, the old man Logan is he lives on a farm after he kills he kills a bunch of the X Men because Mysterio tricks him, and so then he he vows to never you know kill anybody again and he ends up getting a wife and kids. He's living out in this farm in Sacramento, which I thought was hilarious. I'm like, oh Sacramento, that's where I grew up. Uh, and then, but the whole U.S. is all taken over by fucking bad guys, and Hulk went fucking nuts, like Hulk went apeshit ends up having kids with She-Hulk, who's his cousin, and they're these fucking hillbilly Hulk clan <laughs> that are just like, like, it's bad. And so he ends up killing them because they killed his wife and kids. So he ends up killing all these Hulk, Hulk kids and Hulk and just goes on this rampage. And it's just the most bloodiest, brutal, like, like every other page is just slaughter. You're like, holy crap. Like, <laughs> it's some wow. dark shit. Well, so yeah. Logan is loosely based. There's a new uh, trailer for She-Hulk out now. If yeah. you want to check, that I don't out. think it's going to be this um, Hulk story with her and with her. In. And, also, and also, Logan was directed by uh, the same uh, person that's directing the new Indiana Jones. Uh, oh. which, which we'll be talking about. Which next we're going to be, yeah, we're going to so. be talking about the old Indiana Jones, not right. the new one. Well, we, I don't know, but but yeah, but we've we've gone this far with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so we might be end up we might end up talking about the new one. At some point yeah. next week, <laughs> conversations uh, evolve, you know. Yeah. No. Okay. So uh, one of the other things is uh, I wanted to bring up, and I thought to I should have brought Jeez. this up earlier. Oh, that's awesome! You're talking about She-Hulk and He-Hulk, and 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 I'm looking at my notes, and I see shift Fifty Shades of Green. That <laughs> which, which, which right? There's, oh there's my another, god! There's another nod to that. That's that's. Oh, awesome. that's funny. Um, so <laughs> this is we've actually been doing this now for a year. Uh, is this our year was, anniversary? Oh, we did. Yeah, it's it was a couple days ago actually. It was like it was probably a week ago. We did uh, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, yeah. our first like eighteen hour podcast. <laughs> it was like almost three hours. Um, but yeah, we started that. We started about a year ago. We didn't actually get onto iTunes or anything like that. We did this like this was some like backyard podcast stuff where we sent this out like individually, like to anybody that wanted to hear it. I'd send them an email. For the first couple but technically it was about a year ago that we got started with this well considering the pandemic we haven't really upped our game too much because we're kind of stuck in this <laughs> virtual world of 
recording over Discord hey. and, and doing our best to, to record the audio that we have. Given we to us. we have gone farther than a ton of podcasts ever make it because one of the one of the things that I found out is most people that start podcasts never get past ten episodes. Really, most of them never make it six months. Like like you're talking like. You know, every other person starts a podcast kind of thing, but usually, like most people, don't make past past ten episodes or or past six months. And we've we've done both of those. What are we gonna do once this pandemic is over? We're gonna have to have like a studio that we gotta make where we where we where oh. we videotape. I'm, I'm actually dreaming of that. <laughs> where we have those hanging mics that are like in front of us, you know, professional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 you can listen to us, or you can bring us up on YouTube and watch us talking into the mic at the same time. Well, that's actually one of the things I've wanted to do for a while is I want to do a live, like a live broadcast on like uh, um, Facebook or something, uh, which I got the idea from my buddies at Turtle Soup. Uh, when the pandemic started, they were doing the corn stream. And uh, one of the guys would get on and he would just talk for an hour with, and people would be on watching him and chit chat and stuff. And it was fun. Uh, so, yeah, one of these days I want to do that. I mean. Well, the best part of when this is all goes down, and I heard that movie theaters are allowed to open up again, so we need to get back to the theaters, and and that's what we originally planned, and so that that. Did you see the trailer happen. for uh, uh, Godzilla versus Kong? No, I'm not actually interested in that. Okay, well, they, I I watched it, and there's this moment in it when Kong just does this Rocky, you know, punch to Godzilla uh -huh. and it's really satisfying. So you know, <laughs> you got to watch the trailer just for that punch, you know, just for that. I, I've never been into punch. the Godzilla. Yeah. I've never been into the Godzilla movies. I uh, thought the first Godzilla movie from this new iteration was, was really effective. So, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I've never, that's never been my, my go-to. Like I've never been into those, even as a kid, you know, when, when, I mean, that was a huge, I'm just, I'm just bringing it up because it's, yeah. it's when I watch the trailer, it's like, I, I think they're going to release it on streaming, but, but it's one, it's one of those things you want to see on the big screen because it's, well, no, it's big. So there's a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll eventually get to it hopefully in our MCU because, uh, like WandaVision's been out now. Uh, we're like three episodes deep into that. That's, that's the latest uh, mcu release stuff have you watched all three yeah okay yeah uh Is i was it, little I, I started i watched the first episode and <laughs> I, I started the second and and i you just distracted. you just got it yeah it's not the first two are not as good um, i'm hopeful you, i'm hopeful you gotta hold yeah i'm, I'm you gotta really hold out interested in kind of where it goes I, i'm i'm expecting it to go someplace really weird it's good i think i think <laughs> episode four or five is when it's really going to kick off and go crazy i hope um i've been reading gonna, a ton about i think i'm gonna a wait of, a little bit before I, before <laughs> i get might, back yeah. into it because because i was yeah those was, first two episodes were kind of rough i'll give well, it to you I, I didn't i didn't finish the second one so but, yeah they were kind of rough again, but again, I, I appreciate something that takes its time trying to develop, especially if there's a, a bigger payoff that-, that Yeah, they're, they're taking their time for sure on these. invested in it. Yeah. Um, then uh, we've also been watching uh, His Dark Materials um, on HBO. That was uh, The Golden Compass. It's- uh, Oh, okay. But it's a series, it's much deeper. Uh, the cool thing, we were talking about Logan, which reminded me of that, is uh, the girl that played in Logan is is one of the main stars in that one. Um, she played X-23. I'm still watching so, 
Fargo season two, which is really good. Yeah, we need to find something new too. Well, we got a whole another. There's a second season to that. His Dark Materials, and then we'll have to find something else. We watched. Uh, have you seen Queen's Gambit? Yeah, I watched that all. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, all of that. That, yeah. Was, that was good. We watched that. Yeah, we're just we're cruising through the different things. There's so I started thinking about like, man, if we podged about everything we watched, there'd be so much. But hopefully we'll get back to doing full movies. Um, I heard that uh, there's a possibility of uh, Black Widow being released uh, simultaneous uh, with Netflix, or not Netflix, but uh, Disney and theaters. Um, so that that may not get pushed much further than I think it was March or May this year. Yeah. So um, I'm really hoping for that, man. I, I want that to happen. Uh, what else is out there? Anything else that you know of that's new and exciting as far as movies news? There's that. Uh, there's that uh, John Wick style with the guy from um, from Breaking Bad, the lawyer. Uh, Better really? Call, Better Call Saul. Um, uh huh. And it's done. Oh, by the, oh, yeah. No, I know what by, you're talking about. It's done by the same one who did John or. It's produced by the same one who did John Wick, and yeah, the but they call him a style. They call him the um, the auditor or something like that. Yeah, but he's, it, an, he's like a family that. man that gets pulled out of of being. Yeah, I, I, I'm, not, a, I'm not sure, but if 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 you're listening to this, look up Better Call Saul, look up the actor, <laughs> and find that trailer because it's a trailer that just makes you really excited. As long as you don't say, "Oh, that's a you know they're stealing from John Wick." Because it is kind of the same sort of premise of, as John Wick, but if you like that Odenkirk. and you want to see more, yeah, yeah, Odenkirk, yeah. There you go. Um, what? Yeah. What is oh, you're that looking, called? Okay. He's Corp- got it. No. It says corporate is the last thing he was filming, but that doesn't sound no. right. Oh, now you're gonna make me look it up. <laughs> I, I'm just looking at his thing, and it, that's on IMDb. That's the last thing it says no, for. Oh uh, no! 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 Black Dog? No. I thought it was called like The Auditor or something like that. Bob Odekirk. Wait, Bob. That's him. We got a little dead dead space here. but Nobody. It's called Nobody. Yeah, I'm just a nobody. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. It doesn't even have it under his acting credits on IMDb. Um, yeah, no, that, 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 that looks good. Yeah. It's a good yeah, trailer. So, it's a, it's a trailer well, that, that is just fun. To, if, if you don't see the movie, watch the trailer at least. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully like, like I said, if all this, it, it, um, opens up and we get to go back to theaters, hopefully that'll be what we can do. You know, what we had originally planned and it's, it's, we're going to open up. It's just going to take a little time. We got and, little... and if not, you know what, we'll keep doing them like we are Wednesday we will, nights. But, but again, it, it will because we have a vaccine. It's just taking some time to roll out, and by by the end of the year, we'll all be we'll have herd immunity, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. I uh, I, I hope that's the case. We'll discover the Africa strain or whatever the UK strain. Yeah, is, no, yeah, is, is a little well, we, bit worse. And they the killer bees are going to find out we're okay, and then right. they'll come over. <laughs> I'm still waiting for those motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> right? The fires will consume us, and we oh, will God. bid our last to do. But hey. We had a good run. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll keep doing these regardless. Um, yeah. So uh, hopefully, uh, I'm gonna send. Uh, I'm hopefully, I'm gonna send this out to the Turtle Soup group just because we're talking about something they might like and see if we'll get some more viewers that way. Or yeah. Not viewers, and and I will say, I will say, you know, coming from someone who has not watched the uh, has not been really exposed to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 
I'm I want to go back and read the comics. I'm I'm really yeah. I I'm there's there's a lot of lore here. There's a <laughs> it's not just cartoons. It's not oh, just no. serial. It's not just bad movies. Which I'm sorry, I was not a fan of the movie. <laughs> but there there's something that still grabs you, and I'm I'm interested. I'm, I'm the I'm, uh, so I, the two thousand. Those yeah, the 2003 back. and the 2012 car, uh, cartoons were actually a lot better than the eight, the 87 cartoons. Um, originally, when um, the 2012, when I first saw them, I, w- I wasn't into them a little bit. They were a little, the the animation was a little different, and I wasn't exactly, but as soon as I started watching them, they had me hooked, and I watched <laughs> all seven seasons. And they have one of the most iconic uh, opening uh, theme songs, like, it is just, oh, it's so cool. Like every time I hear it, I just, my body starts moving and I get going, which is funny. That happened in these movies too. They had two songs, both of them, one song each that just really got my butt shaking. Like I was literally <laughs> just getting into it. Did you, know. you see the 2016 or 2017 movie? Oh yeah, I loved it too. I liked, they had that I liked DMC it. movie in the trailer that that I thought, oh, now it's going to be big on this. I didn't see the movie, but I saw that. The trailer, at least. Well, they brought they so what they did in the the 2016 is they brought in some characters that should have been in the earlier movies, which was uh, Bebop and Rocksteady, who the were rhinoceroses. Were, yes, they were from the, the comics. I saw some. Yeah. Oh, they're some, they're their big they're they're Shredder's main like <laughs> lackeys, and they're the you know, but they're they're iconic. Matter of fact, we we were at a hockey game recently, like well a year ago. Um, and there was two guys that went with us and one guy was a black guy and one guy was, you know, and they were just being dorky and stuff. And I was like, fucking bebop and rock steady over there. And th- people got it. And it was just like, you know, it's funny, but that's what it was. And, uh, you know, they, they were fun and it was, it was a good time, but yeah, they brought them into the movie and I thought they did a great job with it. Um, the Baxter Stockman character in the 2016 was, was spot on. I think they did a great job with that. <laughs> good. Um, the Casey Jones that they put in the 2016 was horrible. Okay. Did not capture anything like he should have been. Um, other than that, um, I think they did a, I think they did a good enough job. I think they, they, they latched onto that brotherness that they had from, you know, that family that they had. Um, I'm trying to remember what the rest of the story was there. It was still kind of cheesy, um, but they had some not good worth parts to it. podcast necessarily. Uh, no, no, okay. not, right. not definitely not. No, and and I realistically, I probably would have not done one on 2014 on its own, but because there was the the 1990, which had its nostalgia, which I wanted, to, I wanted to get your take on it as not necessarily a deep fan of the turtle, you know, fandom. Yeah, um, just to see because there is a ton of people out there. It's like they, if you if you're part of the fandom, you love it for the most part. If yeah. you don't, and that's you why don't. that's you know I couldn't. I watched the movies, and it's like this isn't doing. And that's why I went back to at least watch that first comic, look at the first comic to see right. what it was, and and I got it. I mean, that yeah. was enough to like. Okay, something's going on here. The it didn't it didn't help necessarily with the movies, but it gave me a little bit more yeah. appreciation for for what was going on, and makes me want to continue. So. I, and and they, they did a re, uh, reboot and a re-release, uh, not a re-release, but a reboot from IDW, which is another comic book uh, company, and they're killing it. It's um, They're on their 100th or 100-something issue now. Um, I'm waiting. I buy, like, they come out in, um, 
I can't think of it's like they put four or five comics together in one kind of like book. I wait and buy those. Is it digital or is it? Are you... No, no, no. I, I no. I buy them all. I buy okay. them. I I like the Marvel stuff that I read in digital, but something about having it in my hands is. It's so oh, nice. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Other than the fact that I'm going blind and it's hard for to read some of them, I'm like, <laughs> well, where I can I can zoom in. <laughs> I mean, digital isn't a benefit necessarily there. No, it oh, is because oh. I can zoom in oh, the, gotcha. the screen. Gotcha. <laughs> but other than that, um, I like the feel of it. Uh, it's it's kind of like you know those people that don't like to read digital books and and like the feel of the book in their hand yeah. and stuff like that. They so. called the they the, they have these things called magnifying glasses. You, you know. Yeah, no, I own them. I, I've got special like headgear that does it all, and yeah, no, I, I I work through a microscope at work. I know I know all about being able to see little small things. So, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, okay. wait, what's that? No, wait, I didn't go there. That's what she said. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, I heard a couple good ones today with that. I was like, oh, I should, I, but I got it because I was with some engineers. I can't remember what we were talking about, but yeah, it was one of those business situations. There's like, man, there was like three of them that I could have dropped it. It just killed, but it's like, nope, stay professional. All right. Well, I think that's it for us tonight. Uh, that was our episode 61 on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, 1990 and 2014, as well as just whatever else we always talk about. You know, we get into it. Um, next week, we're going to touch on your favorite uh just, I guess it's would we would call that a nostalgia movie or just? I think it's, it's not, it was it was my favorite movie growing up. Greater's yeah, okay. Time. So I was gonna say it's not your it's not your favorite movie overall. One hundred percent. I mean, I don't. I can't say I have a one hundred percent favorite movie. They've changed over the time. <laughs> you know. And we can but, talk uh, about the whole Indiana Jones series, but that's the one I want to focus. Yeah, on. Yeah, we'll cover we'll cover on the movie, and you know, we'll you know we've I've seen I know I've seen the other ones. I couldn't tell you what was what. Um, but I know it, 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 what it had four, they're on four now, four. And I've only seen, I, I saw the first one maybe a hundred times, but I don't think I've seen the last one more than once. Is that the one with Sean Connery? No, no. That was the third one, right? No, that one was actually pretty good. Uh, we, we'll talk about it next, next week. Okay. <laughs> but, but Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the one with Shia LaBeouf and that was, oh. that, was that was pretty tough. <laughs> yeah yeah no I, yeah i know what you're talking about there yeah, yeah no we'll definitely get into uh i mean yeah we'll this, get into this is it. A, short be a, round. A, a nostalgic flashback like we did with fast times and stuff but but i think it offers some good some good insight into how to make a good movie you know this is well i'm interested to see how it holds up i remember enjoying it then but i'm wondering if i watch yeah. it now will yeah, it hold this up this is dot this does not and you know it doesn't take advantage <laughs> of any sort of cg effects i already know. know there's one scene that i'm going to be like yeah that didn't hold up the okay. melty face one I, I just know it doesn't hold up because i've seen it since then and I'm like, but that oh. is still one of the most iconic scenes oh for 100 percent. so 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 think about that think about <laughs> what no i know i'm just saying think about it, it it's like it doesn't hold up but it is the most iconic scene from that movie. What no, does that mean? I would say I would say the the ball rolling down the the okay. chamber. Right. That's right. the most iconic. All right. Well, I, I tell you what. After we get off this, <laughs> I'm gonna start googling Fifty Shades of Blue because, <laughs> because that's got me really giddy with got you with, six to midnight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 
it's gonna be a good night <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i i'm with you i, I I'm, I'm a little afraid what i'm gonna find myself but yeah i was gonna go look for some stuff too awesome all right well that's it for us tonight uh so uh join us again next week when we tackle indiana jones sounds good good night all right good night, good night.